Hush your fucking mouth. You're fucking joking my ass, dude. Joe, Joe, Joe Diffie. Cheep, 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 cheep. Joe, Joe, Joe Diffie. I'm going to war, bitches. He masturbated twice a day. Who likes to masturbate? How many times you masturbate a day? Uh, twice. Let's go suck some toes. We watched The Room this weekend. Yeah, that was that was a film. It was fantastic. That's all I can say. It was a movie. I'm thinking about Andy and I were talking the one year about uh, they're doing a wide release for one night. I saw that. Yeah, nationwide and yeah. Mankato is going to have it. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'd be down for going. But like Andy said, you know, are they going to have? Are the people in Mankato going to be privy to like the experience that Andy had in Minneapolis? I highly doubt it. That's why I'm skeptical about going on a Wednesday night. Is that I never even did look and see what night of the week it was. It's a Wednesday or a Thursday. It's a weeknight. Okay. And I'm just like, is that gonna? I want to go for that experience that you were talking about. Right. I feel like people. Are That's just what really go makes it fun. Watch the movie. And if, <laughs> which I did that with the Corey and Chrissy last weekend. Yeah. <laughs> if we go to the midnight showing, we're also. Uh, helping with crime, prevent crime. That's true. That's what in, in yeah. the we so I, I ordered the DVD or the Blu-ray off of Amazon. Yeah. And so after we watched the movie, we watched a few of the like extras, and they had some interviews with Tom. We're on a first name basis, so I just call him Tom. I got his picture framed right um, there. Tommy. It's hung up on the bar. You can't. It's over on this side. Oh, I was like, okay. But uh, one of the things that he said is that the room is helping fight crime because. Statistics show that most crime occurs from midnight to 4 a.m. Mm-hmm. So by showing the movie at midnight, he's doing his part by preventing crime. Mm, it's hard to argue with that logic, Tommy. It, it, you got it. <laughs> well, it's the longest-running theatrical movie. It's been in theaters since, like, 2004. 2000, yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so he al- he's really been do- putting a dent on crime. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he also uh, was asked why they are playing football, you know, why they play catch three feet apart. And his his argument was, well, if you ever go to the city, you you see these American kids, they play catch like that far apart and they're having fun. That's the way American kids do it. So I guess I've never seen that, but you know maybe I'm just not going to the right part of the city. <laughs> You're going to the disabled parks. Maybe I need to go to the alley where they're playing in tuxedos. <laughs> that was that was my favorite scene of the whole movie. Um, can I say this too? Your two kids were like just having a joke off throughout the whole movie, and I was laughing hysterically at everything they were saying. But my favorite line of the night was your youngest Joe. He goes, "When the movie's over, as a huge spoiler, if you care about it, turn it off." Uh, uh, main character kills himself. Credits roll, and he goes, he gets up. He's like, "Yeah, best part about that movie was when that guy killed himself." <laughs> <laughs> and he just leaves the room. <laughs> He's like, yeah, that's... Uh, yeah, you kids are dumb. You like this yeah, stuff. Yeah, that was dumb. 
I enjoyed it. <laughs> you um, did not. Unfortunately, uh, I no longer have the Blu-ray. I needed a last-minute... Uh, <laughs> Me and my brother-in-law, Bob, do, like, prank gifts every year back and forth to each other. Right. So I gave him the Blu-ray <laughs> the of The Room. room. Does he, he got it already. Yeah, he got it. Okay, because I do time the release for this. Yeah, no, we, uh, we, we had Christmas with them this last weekend. So I took the I put the movie in the in the in the case along with some Pilsner podcast stickers. <laughs> um, wrapped the the Blu-ray case with about a dozen or more zip ties, and then put sixty yards of duct tape around it. Oh my God! So he I gave that to him like as the very first gift, and he got done wrapping unwrapping that by the time everyone else got done with all of their stuff. So it took him. It took him a while. It was it was festive. I used red, green, and silver duct tape. So he uh, he opened it up and he was like, "I don't even own a Blu-ray player." <laughs> I'm like, "Well, you'll have to find one because that's well worth it." Don't be rude. I would get that's a gift, <laughs> right? Jeez, beggars can't be choosers. Cheap, 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 cheap. <laughs> So we have a new button. We have two new buttons. Oh. That one and it's like, where do chickens cheep, sound cheep, like where you're cheep, from? Cheep, 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 cheep. <laughs> Which is a pretty accurate portrayal of how they do it in the movie, right? Yeah, that is very, very accurate. I don't know. I just I feel like this uh, weeknight showing. I feel like I've seen this movie. I don't ever need to see it again. Kind yeah, of, even if it isn't theaters. But I would want to go do the the full experience of like. Yelling at the screen. Yeah. And I'd bring a football with, you know. <laughs> and, you know, you and I can be seats and next to each other and just stand up and toss it back and forth. Uh, You'd be in the row behind me. Right. Yeah. yeah it'd be a blast. <laughs> we should, actually. You know what? Let's do it. Let's get a football and let's go. I'll go. Yeah, okay. let's do it. Let's plan a weekend in January or something and we'll go up and we'll go to a midnight showing. Do no, our, no, I mean to the Mankato. Oh, should we do go to the Mankato yeah, we'll one? We'll be and, the stars. And of even it. if we're the only two idiots that know it, we'll just start doing all this stuff. Right, but I feel like you know it is Mankato. Let's not let's give them a little credit. There might be some people out there. There'd be know. some people. Yeah. yeah, I mean, is this something you think we have to buy tickets ahead of time, like Fandango them? Well, he had a website up that was selling them, and you put in your zip code. Yeah. On TommyWizzo.com. Um, You've been there a lot lately, haven't you? Uh, no, I you follow- telling me about how you could buy underwear on there. I was on it the one time looking at it. Um, it's hard I, not to get sucked in. It's like- Because you can buy a shirt that says, oh, hi, Mark. So I was thinking about ordering the shirt. <laughs> oh. You obviously like that gift, Corey. <laughs> That's my favorite trolling gift now. Like anytime somebody makes like a stupid comment on Facebook or something like nobody cares, I'll, I'll, I'll respond with the gif of the, ha, 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 what a story, Mark. <laughs> Oh, I, was, I wish I had more Facebook friends named Mark so I could really <laughs> utilize it. But oh, Just call everyone Mark like you, you do sometimes with Steve. You yeah, know. Todd. Yeah, I was watching, I'm watching right now Home Improvement all the way through because it's got it's on Hulu. So that's my lunchtime show. Okay. I come home, I watch one episode every day at lunch. I just did it with Cheers before and Frasier. Um, he's got a young son named Mark. Yep. And Mark's getting fitted for... Like, he's got a choir gown on or something. He's going to sing in the church choir. And he's like, oh, I look stupid and all that. And his mom's like, no, no, you're fine. You're fine. And the dad walks in. He's like, oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> that was yesterday. I'm like, God, if I was ambitious, I would load in Tim Allen going, oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> 
That would be beautiful. Um, before we get into talking about our beer, uh, we talked last week a little bit about our rating system. And just by chance, a guy that I follow on Twitter uh, posted his system that he used for ranking beers. He uses the Untapped app, which I was on for a while, but kind of just quit using it, you know. Anyway. Just uh, like you did with Grinder, yeah. Just like just like I did with Grinder. So let me tell you guys how he did it, and I think it's the absolute perfect uh, beer rating system. He does a 0 through 5 as opposed to a 0 through 1 through 10. So a 0 is literally will not take another sip. Fair enough. Uh, a point five is did not finish it. A 1 is finished it but wouldn't order it again. A 1.5 is, well, if that's all that's left, I'll drink it. Uh, a 2 is uh, okay, I guess, said with a sigh. Uh, these are his notes that he actually posted. So you uh, can screenshot and print that right now. I got it right here. That's what, you can print that because I'm not going to remember that. Well, yeah, we can eventually. I'm or, just I'm just telling you how I know. you guys can tell me. We're how you on feel two about. so far, and you've got like nine things said. Okay, uh, two point five is fine. Said matter of factly, a three is a solid beer. Three point five is mm, good. A four is, ooh, I like that. A 4.5 is great. Could drink just that and be happy. And a five is, this is a priority. I would go out of my way to look for it. Okay. Okay. I mean, that's kind of basically kind of the way I felt about the zero through ten, whereas the five would be like the, five would be the, you know, well, that's a solid beer. That's okay. Yeah. That's but this kind of compresses it and makes it simpler. I like that, just having a, if I have that, like hung on the wall. Right. Yeah, to reference. That's it's not a that's a good scale. That's fine by me. If that's what you guys want to use, let's use that. It'll take me like, I don't know, a year to have it memorized. That's fine. No air printers found. I was gonna try and print it, but it's not working. So good for you. Should be working. <laughs> I just printed a bunch of misconnections. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, like, my phone's not finding it. Yep, that's fine. Just uh, Okay, so this week we are drinking uh, our, our sample beer is uh, a beer brought back from New Mexico, actually brewed by Tractor Brewing Company in Albuquerque, New Mexico. They've actually got their address if you want to send them some mail. How about their website? Yep. <laughs> so the, the address is uh, 1800 4th Street Northwest in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Their website is getplowed.com. That's kind of funny pun. So, yep, so that is a good From one. From Tractor Brewing. From Tractor Brewing. Uh, this one is the Almanac India Pale Ale. Um, is there much agriculture down there in like Albuquerque? It seems the, like a weird place to have like tractor brewing. Um, there is. I mean, it's not like corn and soybeans like around here. Um, well, I, I would know, I would say that the from what I could what tell, the the main if, what I could tell in the area where I was at, the main crops down there are cotton pecans and uh chili peppers so i guess that makes sense makes sense um albuquerque is like further north from where i was at so it's not quite as desert so they might have a little more yeah but uh you know because this is albuquerque is about three hours north of las cruces where i was at um no can read no like nothing fancy but they do have a there's artwork. A, a, artwork, a sketch of a, of a, I think that's a gal, like a young gal. 
Um, Surrounded by like daisies or some, something? With some daisies, yep. yep. So it's a nice looking can. It's a by tan. David Santiago. Oh yeah, artwork by David Santiago. So you can find his Santiago. at uh, com. If you want to want to get some art um this is does not have a born on date but best consumed by 22118 we are well within our so this yeah. is a good one then so this them. is a good yeah. one this is relatively recent yeah. well bottoms up fellas how are y'all feeling I know what I'm giving it off of your scale. Off the new scale? Just fine. 2.5. I was going to say a 3. Yeah. 2.5 or 2.7 is what I'll go. Yeah. It's solid. It's all right. Not terrible. Not great. Yeah. I don't know if I would seek it out, but... I would definitely not seek this out. But if I'm, like, at a bar and it's... I'm in New Mexico and it's, like, their only IPA on tap, I'm probably going to get it. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like on tap it would taste a little bit different, too. That's true. Probably true. Canned and bottled taste a little bit different. than. It's just a little boring. Yeah. Like, there's nothing that's blowing you away about this. It's got almost, like, a flatter taste to it. Right? Yeah. Like, it's more like an ale than a pale ale. Right. So... So that's your not so rousing review. Not so rousing review. I mean, it's, it's all right. Nothing great. Nothing terrible. Uh, try it for yourself. They see can't what all you be winners. See There's what like you think. Ten thousand breweries in the. It's exactly country. right. Exactly right. I think I just saw it was six thousand. I just guessed. Um, I just saw this today randomly, but uh, they're up to six thousand, which is the highest of any point in America. Which is why, like, the big little guys have to like pull out of certain states because they're just like overcrowded. Did you like summit? You know. Right. Was in the northeast, and they had to pull out. It was just didn't have a space. No, they just weren't selling anymore, and they'd been there for like twenty years. So people were bored with them, essentially, in that area where they originated. And there must be a bunch of pop up ones. Yeah. No, like summits from St. Paul, but they were. Oh yeah, pretty, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Pretty well spread throughout the U.S., and they've now they're pretty much just in the same area as like McGolden, like yeah. the five states around us, you know. Oh, like nationwide, they had to like. Mm-hmm. They shrunk down their distrib- distribution area. Google that. There's a couple Star Tribune articles about it. Like, it, yeah, Summit isn't doing as well as it has in the past, but then they like report their net income is something like thirty or forty million. I'm like, they're doing okay. Yeah, they're doing just fine. They just remember to, to support your local club. independent brewery. Stay we, away from the big boys. Well, that's what probably screwed them. You know, is Sam Adams considered craft? I think it still is because it's still. I think it's still independently owned. Okay. But um, I've read some stuff on them where they're really getting their sales are down, and they say they're getting squeezed from both sides. They get squeezed from the top, the big boys, you know, the Anheuser Bushes and whatever. And then with all the surgeons of real micro local beers, they're like those people aren't going to Sam Adams anymore for their craft beer because they can get it from. I don't, I don't know Probably the official definitions of craft, but I don't think I would consider somebody who can afford to run a commercial with licensed music from the Dropkick Murphys during Saturday Night Live a craft beer company at this point. Yeah, like there's nothing. I, I was trying, and to, that's Andy. Andy's explained that to me too. Where you have a hard time. Once they get to a certain size, you have a hard time identifying them as craft, but technically they still are. 
we got into this de- debate originally about shells in New Ulm. Right. Whereas I said, well, they're not a craft brewery. But they are. But they are. I mean, when you look at, at the true definition of a craft brewery. Um, there, you can't. I just had this conversation with the guy I work with. He goes, because he doesn't care about beer at all. He's like, what the hell is craft beer? And I like, I couldn't come up with an explanation. I'm like, but if you just started naming beers, I could tell you which ones are and which ones right. aren't. And then he goes, I'll look it up. He Googles it. And he goes, he's on craftbeer.org or .com or something. And the first thing that, what is a craft beer, FAQ? Um, he's like, well, it's really hard to put a definition on craft beer. And he goes, even craftbeer.com doesn't know what a craft beer is. I'm right? like, I don't know how to explain it either. I'm like, but I kind of know what it is, you know. It's just something that's made like and not, well, but. I said independently and he goes, okay, so if it gets too big, is it not, you know, or if something gets bought out and it tastes the same, is that not good anymore? I'm according like, <laughs> according to the interwebs, uh, Sam Adams is still independently owned. It's owned by Boston Brewing. Uh, Boston or Boston, Boston Beer Brewing Company. Yep. So, what else do they make? I mean, um, Sam Adams is the flagship brand of the Boston Beer Company. Um, they also make uh, Sam Adams Boston Lager, Rebel IPA, Sam Adams Light. Yeah, just a whole. Sam yeah, Adams I'm just line. seeing if they make anything that's not Sam Adams. Yeah, different. Right. Uh, they make a Boston Beer Triple Bock. Uh, hard cider and hard seltzer, but everything else looks like all of the, all of the beers are, except for, uh, the triple Bach are all under the Sam Adams, uh, banner. So, good for them. Still, uh, still doing it right. Um, I got another little beer tidbit thing. If you guys want to talk about, um, I found an article on the interwebs. And guess what? After yours, I got something labeled beer stuff. Cool. It's my notes. Um, this is uh, 19 beers that every beer lover has to try now. Okay. So, Let's save and take a break and come right back with that. Okay. So these are 19 beers that every beer lover has to try right now. So I kind of I kind of browsed through the list. Um, so what I think we should do is go through them. I'll kind of, I highlighted just some of the brief notes about them. I'm not going to read the whole spiel that they wrote for everyone. Um, but uh, let's talk about if you've tried it and uh, if you have not tried, or if you have tried it, what'd you think? And um, uh, let's see if we have interest in trying any of these other ones. Um, the first one on the list is Bass Pale Ale. Um, this is um, a amber, toasty flavor, light enough to sip all evening responsibly. Um, pretty, It sounds like it's pretty bitter beer, um, but it's uh, labeled as the world's first pale ale. Um, if, if either of you guys tried it? No. I've had a Bass before. I don't think it's very bitter. It's just a very light beer. Okay. Um if you're making like a black and tan, okay, it's an Irish beer, so it layers well as a black and tan with Guinness. Fair enough. I've never had it. I'd be interested in trying it. Um, the second one is, I mean, I've heard of it, haven't had it. Um, the New Glarus uh, Spotted Cow, big Wisconsin beer, but for whatever reason, you cannot buy it outside of the state of Wisconsin. Is it just regular Spotted Cow? Yeah, yeah. I've had Spotted Cow. Have no, nothing special. Nothing special. I've had it too, but and I didn't think anything was special about it, and I felt like I was like. Doing something wrong or something because people from people Wisconsin freak, freak out, about out about it. Yeah, but are these the same people that drink Coors Light on a regular basis? But people from Minnesota even like freak out about like getting it from Wisconsin. Like, there's bars in Minnesota that like 
bring kegs in illegally and then like get busted for it because they're like they bring them in on the download because it's that popular and sometimes they get caught is i mean and this says that it's an ale so i mean it's not like a I'll, I mean, it's fine. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it, but it wasn't like fruity, fruity and satisfying is what they call it. Um, What's the source of this list? Who made it? Uh, Reader's Digest. Okay. <laughs> Average reader age. Yeah, I don't know. It just, it showed up on like. 73. It was it actually showed up as one of the stories on like my Google when I opened up Google. Last time I checked, there is one person in the world that subscribes to that and then it just gets passed around. Really interesting. I didn't even know if they still actually print it. Um, this one I think we've all had, the Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. Of course. Mm. Classic. It's yeah. good beer. First time I had it was in college. I drank it and said, what the fuck is that? And I spit it out because I just wasn't used to no. any kind of crap yeah. beer at mm-hmm. all. Just shitty, I, cheap college beer. Right. I prefer the Sierra Nevada Torpedoes. It's their double IPA, but... The, the this one is is good too. Um, this one this next one is called Orville. It's a dry hopped beer, uh, so it's an extra dry hoppy beer. Um, it's about seven percent alcohol. Um, I've never had it. You guys? Nope. Never heard of it. Never heard of it. How about uh, Saint Bernardus? Apt 12. Yeah, so I've had that. You have. Mm-hmm. And your thoughts? It's good. It's like a dark belgian beer. That's what uh, it says. High test alcohol. 10.5. Yeah. Yep. Um, had a few of those. Good winter beer. Okay, good. I'd, I'd maybe try that. Uh, Stella. You guys have both had Stella, I'm assuming. Yes. I had my first one, like, not long ago, just because I was sick of seeing the ads and being like, okay, I'm going to try the fancy beer. It's okay, I guess. It's kind of like Heineken. Yeah, yeah, but it, like not as good as Heineken. Skunky, like. Taste. Right. Yeah. It's. I mean, it's fine. It's whatever. Uh, but it definitely has a distinct. I'm not a fan. Oh, no, I, just, I didn't care for it. I went through a phase where I drank it consistently for a month, maybe just because I was kind of on a kick for it. But it. Uh, I don't know. You're right. It, it kind of had a skunky taste to it. Uh, Pincus. This, Never is, heard of this it. is a German Pilsner that comes in two varieties, north and south. Um, this is uh, golden color, well balanced with bright hops and fresh malt. So, um, some of these seem to be foreign beers that maybe aren't even readily available in the United States. Um, next one on the list is Sam Adams Boston Lager. Okay. The list, like, stop what you're doing, get out there and try these beers. Sierra Nevada, Sam Adams. Wait till you get to the last one on the list, okay. Tim. Okay. Um, your guys' thoughts on Sam Adams Boston Lager? Fine, drinkable beer. Yep. Whatever. Uh, Whole Garden. Never heard of it. Yeah, it's Bel- like a. It's a Belgian white. It's, it's like a blue moon. It's like a better blue moon. Yeah, that's exactly the way it's described. I'm not a big fan of wheat beers. Yeah, I'm not either. I, I mean, they're like okay, the but they're not my favorite. I crushed an 11 pack because somebody opened one and didn't like it and they gave it to me. So I spent a Sunday watching football. I sucked down 11 of them here not long ago. Oh, wow. <laughs> Did you uh, add the orange slice? I didn't even know you're supposed to do that. That's what you're supposed to do yeah. with uh, the Blue Moon. Uh, Sam Adams Blackberry Wheat Wheat Beer. It's a fruit beer. I've not had that. Great wild blackberry flavors dominated with citrus style. I wish it was with iPhone style, but. 
Good job, Tim. Uh, Lindemann's Framboise. Yep. Frambois. Frambois. Okay. You've had that? <laughs> Framboise. Uh, yes, I have. It's uh, ra- it a... Sorry, I'm not up on my French, no, Andy. I'm laughing at both of you. <laughs> it's Framboise. <laughs> and then you butchered it funnily, too. Um, <laughs> it's a very sweet raspberry. Frambois, I think, in, in French means raspberry. Say Framboise. It sounds better. Framboise. The way you say framboise is weird. Frambois. Low in alcohol and very refreshing, it says. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's sweet. It's Even though it all dehydrates you. And once again, another Sam Adams beer, the Sam Adams Winter Lager. So <laughs> Sam Adams at least sponsored this. They I was just going to say, did they have a, like, the centerfold of this magazine? Yeah. It's a Sam Adams ad? Uh, Weizenbachs are brewed with heavily malted wheat and are consequently great as late winter, early spring brews. This one has cinnamon and toasty spices. I don't think I've ever had it. Um, never had, never had it, never will. Yeah. I've only ever had. I've tried the Boston Lager from Sam Adams. That's it. I've tried a few of their IPAs, Rebel IPA, and a couple other ones. I can't think of the name off of my head. Just average. Yeah, just like nothing great. Um, Sam Smith's Oatmeal Stout. Yeah, it's good. This one I have had. Um, it was very good. the The thing that got me for this one is. Uh, originally a drink for lactating mothers. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. So uh, flavors of rich dark chocolate um, and you know, a small edition of oats give it its name. Yeah. Uh, one of the original oatmeal stouts. Yep. Uh, Guinness is on the list. Delicious. I Perfect love Guinness. Perfect balance of bitter and sweet with malt and roast characters. I do enjoy Guinness as well. Um, Luganitis Brewing Company, Little Something IPA. Um, I've had their IPA. I'm not sure if this little something is a different than their regular IPA or if it's their same one. I'm pretty sheltered. I haven't heard of most of this stuff. Lacanitas is like one of the biggest craft breweries in America. Uh, their little something is not my favorite. Really, their whole brewery is not my is favorite. Is this different than, I mean, this looks different. They must have a different one. IPA than this one also. I'm sure they have several. Because, the you know, the branding on this picture that I'm seeing is different than what I've seen. Um, I've been to a couple places where that's the only one they have, so I've ordered it and, and still wasn't really much of a fan. Um, that's the only thing I've tried from that brewery. Uh, the next one is the Blue Moon Belgian White, Tim. This list sucks. So this is just necessary, just a beer list, not a craft beer. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what I thought. That's why I wanted to get your guys' take on it, because I wasn't <laughs> impressed by this list. So I wanted to... You were impressed enough to print it out in color. Well... He doesn't pay for that printing. I don't pay for the printing, oh. and I wanted to come at it. Is this I, like kind of like what is craft beer, and like we're kind of like I determining want, the difference between like? I mean, if I came, Blue in, Moon is not craft beer. I wanted to. I don't come, think it is. I no. wanted to come at exactly. it with a unbiased. Not. I didn't want to bias your guys' take by my opinion of it. That's why I didn't tell you beforehand that. I, look at this shitty list I printed off. You know. Yeah. So. No, I understand. Um, the next one is Captain Lawrence. Oh, it's okay, we're not coming at you. Don't that's, defend yourself. That's fine. Captain Lawrence Effortless Sessions IPA. What the, what fuck, the fuck is wrong is with you? <laughs> Captain who? <laughs> Captain Lawrence. I've never heard of that. I don't know what that is. I've never had it. You can um, call me Captain Lawrence from now on. Captain Lawrence Brewing, so I don't know where it's from or what they do, but... I would guess Lawrence, Kansas. That's a good guess. Maybe. Uh, Goose Island 312 Urban Wheat Ale. <sighs> it's not even... Uh, Goose Island makes... They have a decent IPA. Goose Island like, is my, my, my two and a half 
Um, I think it's better than what we're drinking right now. They're nor- this 312 Urban Wheat or no, their IPA? No, their IPA. Uh, I'd say their IPA is, is right on par with this one we're drinking now, if not a notch below. I agree. But, okay, the one thing that Goose Island is, like, really known for is their, they were kind of the first one to do the uh, barrel-aged stouts or the barrel-aged porter stout. People do them both. I can't remember. Theirs is just called, like, Bourbon Country or something like that. But that actually gets really good reviews. I'm kind of not a huge fan of those beers. Like, it can have, like, a little bit. But they kind of started that thing. And now, if you're at a brewery, especially this time of year, they all have a bourbon-aged stout on. Like, it's everywhere. You can't go somewhere without seeing that. And they did that first. I think they did that before they got bought up by AB, right? Yeah. Budweiser, yeah. Yeah. Miller, yeah. But um, that's I, why you'll see these guys at like Target Field right, and exactly. shit like that because they're in Bev or. But AB. I w- I was at one restaurant a couple weeks ago and they had I think going back to 2014, so they had four, 14, 15, 16, 17, um, of their barrel aged, um, beer they do every year. That was kind of cool. You, they only poured them in five ounces. Oh, five ounces. Yeah, huh? I think it was five bucks or five ounces. A flight. Did Interesting. Order? I did not order it. They were all uh, like they're they range from like thirteen to fifteen percent. I know on those Ooh. beer making kits when you look for them on Amazon, it pops up. Uh, Goose Island like sells a kit so you can make your own Goose Island like by the five gallon pail. I kind of thought I wish other breweries did that. Right. How, like I would like to be able to make like a surly beer at home and have it on tap five gallons at a time would be kind of cool It'd be an interesting concept for well, sure i mean just because the surly selection around here is is rough it's hard it, to come by poor at best yeah yeah like I, I see the like i follow them on social media and i see a lot of their beers that they're posting like that they have on tap special at the brewery you know at the tap house and stuff and Megan's in New Ulm right now, and I asked her to stop at Liquor Mart and pick up some Dankbot just because they don't even have Insight in town anymore. In town here they don't? No. They replaced it. They only carried the Trollway. No, I shouldn't say that. They still have a ton of my crazy aunt gin and tonic ale. Because <laughs> no one will buy it. Oh, my God, it's terrible. But they replaced, because I would always buy Trollway, yep. with that hop lift. They didn't used to have hop lift, and now they do. Okay. I, when I went to Liquor Mart in New Alm, I was like, the Insight Selection, they had the full line. I'm like, mm-hmm. are you kidding me? Da-da. Like, that's one of my favorite lines. of Like, I like everything Insight does almost. <laughs> so the final beer on this list is Lining Kugel's Summer Shandy. Oh! <laughs> Gotta try it. Get out there and try it, people. A traditional vice beer with refreshing natural lemonade flavor that makes the perfect summer beer. Okay, so I was right. Reader's Digest has, like, a... An age demographic of who they're marketing towards. For sure, because, you know. Get out there and be adventurous. Try a summer shandy. <laughs> By the way, this, oh crap, go ahead. Yeah, that like, list sucked. This segment brought to you by Sam Adams. (laughs) Thank you very much, Sam Adams. We love you. First sponsor. Yay. (laughs) Or is that the second sponsor? (laughs) 
I wasn't here the early days when you guys had like the Rainbow Cafe like sponsoring episodes and stuff. So. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a short-lived bit. <laughs> like, like one episode, maybe two. I, I did it, and Tim. I did it the one night, and Tim looked at me like, "Huh?" And I'm like, "The fake business bit." And he was like, "Oh yeah, I forgot." <laughs> and then he just started naming them all. If he would have saved a, a bank of them, and like every week would have. Yeah. Gone with it. It could have been a real thing, but oh, okay. You know what? That's your job. You just got yourself a job. <laughs> you have to come up. You with You guys one already exhausted pro- that in like episode three. Nope. You you come up with one. You can come up with fake businesses for all I care. <laughs> I've thought of. Can we have an off mic conversation? Yeah. Okay. That was fun. That was like a half hour. You guys missed a lot. You guys want to get into? Um, I have one small beer thing. Sure. Okay. So, top of your head. What are some of, like, give me, like, one or two of your favorite Minnesota beer makers. Um, I'll, I'll start if you guys want to. I like Insight. I like Surly. I like Mankato Brewery. Those are, like, my three favorites. Okay. I would say that I like uh, Surly. I like, um, I guess not my favorite, but, I mean, I, I like, I I like the stuff from uh, Inside, of course. Are we going to have the same list? And obviously, <laughs> I, I I like uh, the Fair State, even though I have, haven't been there, but they're my number one new favorite beer comes from them. I'm rushing through this beer so I can start the next one. <laughs> Fair State is my favorite far and away. Um, just and we're, Are we basing this just on beers? No, just, it's just just list a couple of your favorite. Do, it do, you don't have to do it in any particular order because it doesn't matter. Order, but just I'm, I'm even going like somewhere with this. Even Fair State's how they run themselves. Like they're a co-op. Like you can buy flannel shirts from them. You can, but like Bobby for my Christmas present bought me a membership, so I'm like part owner of Fair State Brewery. Oh, didn't, good didn't for you. Didn't know if you guys knew that. I own a brewery. Uh, Fair State's amazing. Cheap, 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 cheap. <laughs> Everything they do is amazing. Uh, Dangerous Man is pretty fucking cool. Yeah. I've uh, never been, but I've heard it's really cool. You can only get the beer there. Right, right which is like there, which I think that's a great model, and I think it's kind of the future for like smaller independent breweries. Like, you go there, they're always fucking busy because it's the only place you can get it, so people aren't like going to the liquor store and taking it home. You're seeking it out. Right. Uh, their tap room is always slammed. Can you get crawlers and growlers? You can. Okay. So you can kind of take it You home. can kind of take it home. You can't go to the liquor store. Right, right, right. You, yeah, you can't yeah. be anywhere else but there. Does the guy really have that beard that's um, in the logo? There, I have not seen that guy. Okay. So I okay. think that guy's fictional. I actually, that's my least favorite part of Dangerous Man I is want their fucking real. logo. I want that to be real. So, And then Surly. You, Surly is my third. You said that when you buy the Spirit Fall, they, they limit you to two crawlers. Right. Is that what they are with all of their beers, or they were just doing that with the Spirit Fall? Just the Spirit Fall and a couple other special releases. Okay, but like most of these brewers, you can go in and buy, like, if you want to go in, hey, give me six crawlers of this because I'm having a party this weekend. Shouldn't be a problem. Shouldn't be a problem. Especially, well, I mean, some of their stuff that if they're just doing like small one offs. But if it's part of their flagship line, they'll sell you. Oh, as you much can get as, as much yeah. as you want. Pilsner Podcast on Instagram at Pilsner Podcast. Um, I follow on that account the Fair State Brewing, and I see a lot of the stuff they're doing. I really want to try like everything they have. Right, like they do. They do really cool things, like raspberry beer. Yes, I would try it. I would buy a four pack of that. And I think on air production meeting that this spring we should do a uh, Pilsner Podcast of like. 
weekend in the cities and like hit up the different breweries up there. I'm down to do that anytime. Well, Winter I think too. I think if it's, we do it in the it's better when it's nice outside. That's what I mean. Do it in the spring when it's nice and you can walk and get out and right whatnot. Yeah, even like um, I was in Duluth this summer again for the ten thousandth time. The breweries up there are a blast. Yep, we can pedal sure. pub in the spring. I don't know if we're pedal pubbing. Jesus uh, fucking. Christ. I don't want to get hit by a light rail. <laughs> too soon, Tim. Hang on, Ori, get up here. Get up here if you're gonna do this. But Surly is like the big time OG. Right. I mean, Summit's like the real, and Shells is the real OG. But for quality of beers and like breadth of variation styles, because Lift Bridge is in Duluth, right? I think Lift Bridge is still water. Oh, it is. Okay. I thought Duluth when I first saw it, and then I read the canon. Because I like a lot of their stuff as well. Hop Dish is such a great name. Their Hop Dish is really yeah. good. Yeah, we had that on Black Wednesday. Yeah. We had like nine of them. Uh, they have that on tap usually at the Green Mill in New Ulm. Yeah, and they have really good pizza at Green Mill as far as they bigger do. chains. Um, so where are you going with this, Tim? Yeah, Why do that, you was, know these? that was a lot longer than I wanted you guys to go. I just wanted you to name a couple beers that you like. I don't know if you saw this, but in April, the Star Tribune uh did a bracket of the best minnesota based beer yeah i remember hearing about this and i just stumbled upon it because i joined reddit last night because i was bored and i searched for minnesota beer and i ended up on this link uh take a look at how the bracket turned out yeah i i remember seeing that shells won it shells won it castle danger made it to the finals um certainly was out early if i remember certainly was out very early um I don't know. I was just this. This segment could bomb now if you guys are like, "Yeah, it makes sense." I mean, it makes sense because it was voted on by but viewers. And why, if I were to like list my like top five breweries, Shells would definitely be in there. Not it's necessarily. Not, it's, not, no, it's Minnesota beer companies, not just the ambiance of the brewery. It's just right, right. Beer. But Tim, this is. I, I can tell you exactly why Shells won. Because they got the whole town that votes for them. They got a town of 15,000 that's rabid fans. Despite how many of these breweries are better, they're all splitting votes amongst people in the metro. And as big as the metro is, I get that, but they're all splitting votes amongst the metro. And people in the metro don't care enough to go on Star Tribune and actually like... Right. Whereas you've got all of fucking Brown County is going on there and voting for shells probably three times... And they're rabid about it. They hear about this, and they want their new own brewery to be number one. Just like Springfield got all excited about being named the best fucking nativity scene in Minnesota. <laughs> it did? Yeah, oh, yeah, it did. And it's a big deal. Best out of two. So they can take this poll and... I don't know. We have one in our uh, entryway. I mean, the poll's fine. It says, I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm talking live nativity. But, I mean, oh. that's, that, that's why... <laughs> That's why New Ulm won that. I mean, it, it... I don't know. I just... I saw this, and I thought, well, that's show-worthy, but I guess it wasn't, because... It is. I mean, Jesus. Like, shells? Really? I don't know. I have a lot shells of respect beer? for shells. Shells like, beer as a whole is garbage beer. Yeah, if we're disgusting. talking about just their beer, yes, it's... Which I am. Okay. It's gross. Compared to all this other... Well, it's gross in general, but compared to all these other good beers... Shells is weak. Shells is, I mean, shells sh- is old man beer that it's just been sh- around a while. And th- that's true. Shells is, I mean, that's a good way to describe it. It's an old man beer, but they do have a couple. I mean, if I go to New Ulm, like you know, if I go to B and L, you know, there's a couple of shells beers that I do enjoy. That I'll that I'll. They're definitely expanding their yeah. horizons 
for a more modern taste. I love going to they the put start. They out, though. They put in an IPL. They don't do ales. That Folly thing I found out, that, like, Folly Road or whatever that they put out. I don't know what that is. Fort they Hollis just, Road. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's a good beer. Fort Hells Road. They've apparently, like, reissued that beer under different names many times. This is, like, their third or fourth rinse of the same beer. I found out from a guy who works there told me that. Interesting. That's crazy. Yeah, they're just trying to redo this ro- this beer. Like it's just failing. It's not that good of a time. beer. No, it's not. Well, none of them are. But um, but they did uh, they did like an IPL, like an Indian yeah, Pale Lager. Yeah, because they don't do ales at right. all. Right, which was fine. It was good. Uh, their Hefeweizen is world class. Uh, their Pilsner is something I will drink and not hate. And but those are just like styles of beer that aren't my favorite. But I will drink them. Also, Shells is doing has the best sour spinoff in the state. Are those those big, yeah, big wine bottles yep. of beer? Mm-hmm. And have you been to Star, Star Keller? Keller? Is awesome. I love Star Keller, and that's all Shells. It's all Shells. That's what I'm saying. No, I I haven't tried. I will try. It. Like if you're into sours, recommendation. Yeah, they're the best. They really are. Uh, their tap room, like they only do sour beers at that tap room. And it's really cool inside. That's like, actually changed. They got a couple of the other. Do they? In bottles now. Okay. They, they do have a couple of the. Do they do guest taps? No. Oh. But, um, but if you drop that tap room in, like, northeast Minneapolis where I have it's all. It's I'm, Yeah, I'm saying, like, not only packed, it blows the other tap rooms out of the water. It looks fucking phenomenal. Oh, there. the like two the big barrels? Yeah. Yes. I've seen pictures. Yeah. I, I mean, it's just, it just looks great in there. So they did that. They also revitalized the Grain Belt brand. Like, that was dying. They relit the sign in Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. Like, they do good things. Like, do they do Hauenstein as well? Yes. Yeah. They do a gross snowstorm. They also too. do, did they do Buddies Orange? Buddies? No. Yep. And I, ni- I love that. 1919 <laughs> root beer? No, for real. I, li- I do. That's, they're great. <laughs> yeah. You, no, you so can't fail it. I'm just trying though. to say, like, Shells does lots of things. And they also, like basically keep a whole town alive. So I give them a lot of props for that. Like, without shells, New Alm is nothing. I mean, I can definitely understand. I mean, I can say, I mean, their beers are not my favorite either, but but they've got a they've got a place in the industry because there are people that are fans of their stuff. Right. And I, I thought it's, I kind of think of shells as more as, like, nobody actually drinks it. People just like to say that it's from New Alm, and they buy T-shirts that say shells on them. Yeah, I don't know. You go to a lot of bars in New Ulm, and, and I mean, that's all they're selling. Yep. And if, and I mean, Chrissy and I are big fans of the Star Keller. If you, Megan, want to go sometime, we'll gladly take you and show you around. Yeah, uh, definitely. Star Keller's awesome. Mm-hmm. It's a good time. Yeah. Okay, um, let's take a quick five. Uh, somebody just walked into the room. All right, we are back. Actually, we are not. Okay, now we're back for real. And... Guess what time it is? It's time for... That's a missed connection. I missed you in the real world, so I'll connect to you via the web. Okay, uh, by the way, the third, thank you so much for uh, sharing one, even- one of the last crawlers. Of, uh, it's my last crawler. I Merry, Merry, s- Merry Christmas, guys. It's I haven't Christmas even gift. sipped it yet. I've just been smelling <laughs> it. Can we say the name of it? Or, no? Spirit yeah. Fowl? Yeah. yeah. we got to get that out there. Fair State, hook us up. Okay. Kudos to you, Fair State. So, 
I found out there's a thing called Best of Craigslist. Oh yeah, oh, that's yes. been around for a long time. Eh, I didn't know. I'm not on Craigslist a lot. Apparently. I used to spend my I used to spend my entire lunch break at work on the Best of Craigslist. Nice. I watch Tool Time at Craigslist. <laughs> my lunch break. <laughs> we all got different lunch breaks. So. These are from many, all different years, and they're just, like, overall the best, so I thought let's just pick the best four of the best of. There's, like, 20 of them out there. So this one's from 2014, and they're going to get better as we go, but this one's kind of funny. Title, I think I was kissed by a ninja. There I was, taking a walk near the CCSU campus this gorgeous first day of the autumn season. The sun was shining, the birds were chirping, and a soft breeze rippled gently through the trees with leaves just starting to turn. Out of the corner of my eye, I glimpsed a dark shadow that crossed my path, approximately five foot nine inches in height. The shadow blocked out the shadow blocked out the sun for the briefest moment in time as I felt a slight pressure on my lips. I think I was kissed by a ninja. I know this is a long shot, but I'm hoping to find you. <laughs> That's amazing. I know mean, that's fake, right? I know this is a long shot. You know that wind that just blew by? I'm hoping that wind <laughs> catches me. Hey, it's a long shot. All right, no, nothing from Corey. Thanks for having your full attention. You know, I'm mm-hmm. keeping up with the with the podcast social media. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it was a kiss, kiss by a ninja. I'm Good job. Next one, I'm going to struggle to get through. I'm going to struggle to get through this one hard. This is from 2014 as well. Uh, June 19th, 9.20 a.m. Title. (laughs) Seen you eating cat food. (laughs) Seen you eating cat food out of a can. You was using a fork. Looks like you got some good manners. I like that. (laughs) (laughs) At the end? (laughs) (laughs) I like that. He's into manners, you know? That's a respectable quality amongst a young woman. I like that. I like that. Everyone likes manners. That's a missed connection. I missed you in the real world, so I'll connect to you via the web. Andy, do you want to read one? I don't. Okay. <laughs> Title. <laughs> Oh, this is from... That was, that was a quick response. Nope. That, that was from... Uh, this next one is from August 22nd of this year. Titled, You was at the ultrasound tech at Bronson Cox Hospital. Women for women. It was Thursday night. I had a UTI. And you was like Hermione from Harry Potter with your ultrasound wand and cast a spell on me. <laughs> I was there with my boyfriend, but would leave him for you because you know how to work it, girl. If you want to go get McDonald's sometime, hit me up. Tell me how big the cyst on my ovary was so I know it's you. I would leave. I, I would, say that again. With, I was with my boyfriend, but I would leave him for you. And he's writing this to a girl. Nope, this is women for women. Yep, it's a woman writing to a woman. Oh. Tell me how big the cyst on my ovary was so I know it's you. <laughs> it's cyst on my I, ovary. I, I stumbled through that last part, but I feel like we need to get that out. That I was going to I was going to ask you to reread it because I didn't quite catch it. Uh <laughs> That's that better amazing. than a col- color of a car. Way better. <laughs> Way better. How big was the cyst on my ovary? <laughs> <laughs> 
I am at a loss for words. <laughs> that one's really good. That was really good. I like that one. That deserves to be on the best of Craigslist page. It definitely is one of the best things on Craigslist. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Hey, Andy, on your production meeting, uh, next time you get up to the cities, can you bring us back a crawler of the Raspberry Roselle from Fair State? They sell that, don't they, in cans? Um, Liquor stores? I'm not. They sell the regular Roselle. Sorry. The Raspberry Roselle is a spinoff of the regular Roselle. Um, possibly. Poss- no problem. I'm not expecting to, to promise to it. I'm just letting you know that if there's an opportunity, I'd be interested. I'm just not... Honor, I think I, I think I can. Sometimes there it's weird that you can't get it off sale. You're an owner. I know. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Some things do matter. They actually did a double raspberry roselle. I'm just throwing it out there that if you have uh, an opportunity, I would be, be interested in trying it for the, on the show. Uh, it's good. I had it in the tap room. Um, I didn't. Yeah, I had the double ras. I didn't have the regular. They have a single and a double ras. I'm not sure the difference. I think the difference was like between five and eight percent. But doesn't seem like double at all. <laughs> what kind of math do they do? That's a missed connection. I miss you in the real world, so I'll connect to you via the web. Okay, so I save the best for last. There is a visual element to this. There is a picture to go with. Um, I will have this picture up by the time you hear this. It'll be on the front page of PilsnerPodcast.com. That's PilsnerPodcast.com. This is from 2015. Uh, we hooked up. It broke. Baby on the way. If you want to be in the child's life, it will be born soon. I hope you will. I am Mexican American, five foot four, one hundred pounds. When we screwed, <laughs> you told me, dude, this is what you're putting on Facebook. Okay, you told me you were a business I'm entrepreneur. Not videoing. I'm taking pictures of the can. You hey. told me you were a business entrepreneur. I tried to draw you. I'm no police sketch artist, but I think the resemblance is there. You are Middle Eastern, tallish, had about a six and a half inch dick. We had sex three times, then you disappeared. If anybody from the village area recognizes this man, let him know he has no baby. He has a baby son coming. Through Osama bin Laden. Okay, so here's her sketch. <laughs> oh Lord. <laughs> It's like butthead with Down syndrome. It looks like Brendan Tassie. A little bit. Making a murderer. Oh, yes. I mean, (laughs) wow. (laughs) That's fantastic. (laughs) See, but, okay, the best of, like, these got to be jokes, right? Some of them, but some of them are real. Like, we hooked up in my car, and then I lost your number. Tell me what colors. Those are definitely real, but, like, the best ofs are, like, so good that, like, they cannot be real. Okay. Do you know how hard it is to find, like, these good ones worth reading on the show every week? Very hard. Thank Most you. of them are not that funny. No, and you have to read a lot of them. It takes forever, so right. I got lazy. And I don't. if you're lazy, you just go to the men for men. But I don't want to do that. I don't right. want to be lazy every week, and I was lazy again this week. It's like I started looking for these on I mean, Monday night. I understand the work it takes, and I'm not saying that it's bad. I still love that they're funny and stuff. But, like, are they real? Some of them. I don't think. Uh, I think some of these that we read tonight were. 
like seen you eating cat food. That's one of my all time <laughs> favorites. I like how you go into the voices of the people who I just are, I build characters. Yes, in my head exactly. <laughs> That's a misconnection. I missed you in the real world, so I connect to you via the web. Okay, let's let's continue this. Like I was just saying, I don't you were know born your, in the nineties. I don't so we're know gonna... your backstory at all. I just guessed that you graduated in ninety two, and all three of us were born in different decades. I was. That's true. Eighty nine. Oh, I thought you said you were six in ninety six. Well, yeah, I was for part of it. <laughs> <laughs> I assume that meant you were born in nineteen ninety. Well, no, September of 89, pretty well, late in fuck. the year. Well, it screws well, up my I, whole goddamn... Screws up his, his theory. <laughs> September of 96, I was six. Yeah, I saw, I've seen on Facebook recently that, like, my high school classmates are celebrating their 40th birthdays, and I'm that can't be quite right, but... Because you're not celebrating your 40th... Oh, wait, yet. Oh. Not quite yet. Okay. It's coming up pretty <laughs> That can't be right, because I'm only going to be 30... Mom? <laughs> yeah. Um... <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so I know I didn't quite graduate in 92. It was 96. Um, okay, what school did you graduate from? Red Rock Central. But did you, there was like a conversion there or something? I went to Sanborn. I went to Sanborn Lamberton, and I went to Red Rock Central. Okay. Uh, like kindergarten through fourth grade, we were Sanborn. Uh, fifth grade, we were, we joined with the Lamberton kids. Um, and then my sophomore year of high school was the first year of Red Rock Central. Okay. And we're having this conversation because Corey's wearing a shirt that says Sanborn Lamberton Red Rock Champions the Baseball Shirt 1984, which is an actual reproduction. It's a reproduction of an actual shirt done by... Done by David Kelsey Bassett at uh, Screening Eagle. Uh, screen printing. Shout out to shout out to David. Look him up. He does some cool stuff. Does some very awesome stuff. He he does a lot of, uh, I guess the word would be retro. Does a lot of reproductions of of. He had a line of like Sanborn Panther shirts. He's done some Lamberton Blackhawks. He's done some. I think he's done some Storton Jeffer stuff. He's done some Falda area stuff. He used to be like down yeah, in that Folda, bloody, bloody lake area. Yeah. Um, does he sell online? He sell, does. He sells online. Don't know the name of his website. Probably ScreenEaglePress.com. Google Screening Eagle. I like. I like. He does. Um, he does a d- couple different county shirts where it's like has every water tower in the county like on the shirt. Oh, okay. Kind of, they're kind of cool. Yeah, because Springfield forgot to paint the top of their bobber. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, yeah. but anyway, in '84, like your shirt says. Were Samerton and Lamberton together at that point? Would have been just for sports at that point. For just for sports. I mean, I was six. I mean, so I don't. But so, I believe that. So that you would were have just been going to Sanborn school. school at that time. Okay. It would have been just for sports. And they had combined for sports. Yeah. So like so, like Sanborn and Lamberton and Sword and Jeffers um, were never like combined for sports and then joined as a class. Whereas Sanborn Lamberton, we had that phase where we were just consolidated for sports. Right. And then eventually the classes. Joined. Joined as well. That makes sense. So I remember voting on the uh, mascot name and colors. Oh, they let for, you, you kids get involved. They let the cool. students vote. And then, um, so obviously, like, that was early 90s. So, like, the Atlanta Falcons had just changed their their logo to, at that time, and it's changed again since then, but they had just changed 
there, that was like when Deion Sanders played for them. So they had just changed their logo and their whole uniform setup. And that was basically like what was the in thing for like starter jackets and stuff at that time. So that was kind of where that influence came from. Um, Do you remember what the other options were? Yeah, there was like Patriots. There was Tornadoes. Ooh, tornadoes um, would have been good. It would have been like you self-fulfilling. You could Comfrey, too. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> and it would have been ironic because when Comfrey got blown over, they went to school. and They used the same word school. school for a year. That would have been amazing. Um, <laughs> they would have been like, uh... Wasn't it the... <laughs> there would have been like tornadoes painted on the walls everywhere. <laughs> There's some <laughs> college team that played New Orleans in football. They were named the... Hur- or no, they ran out right after Katrina to rock you like a hurricane. Oh. That's hilarious. Not very nice. That's the same concept that you were just riffing <laughs> on. But those are those okay. are the only two I remember. I mean, and that was like right. No after, one died in the Comfrey tornado. Maybe one person. That was right after. No, I don't think anybody did. Yeah, that was right after the Patriots had changed their logo too, from like the mm-hmm. guy hiking the football to like kind of yep. basically what their current logo is. The guy hiking the football is one of the all-time best logos. I think. Right? Oilers <laughs> have the best logo. Just a freaking metal glob. <laughs> Who? Houston Oilers. Oh, they have an oil rig? They did yeah, have Yeah, like rig. the oil tower? Yeah. Just that's, a, that's a good one. Big piece of machinery. Um, that's why it shouldn't be like <laughs> the tractors. <laughs> but the no, combines. so those are, those are the only two I specifically remember, you know, other than the, what we had ended up with was the Patriots and the Tornadoes. Um, and Red Rock Central is the only, like, choice I had, but I think that was pretty, like, yeah. that, that was the really super popular one, so I don't think there was really ever much debate on that. Because, obviously, you, it was the Red Rock Conference is what yeah. the champion is on your shirt, so it's like, yeah, we're in the central of the when conference. My, when my kids looked at this shirt, they actually thought it was like a Red Rock shirt. And right. It, and at the, I can see where, you know, when Samuel Lamberton hasn't been around for, you know, 25 years, it right. can be confusing. Um, and then I can actually say... The rumor that always went around back then was that the, the, the winning color combination amongst a student vote was actually teal, black, and silver. But since the school name was Red Rock Central, they felt the school board or whoever the ultimate deciding, which like, well, makes sense, was that, well, it should have, they should have red as one of the colors then. So that went, they went with a red, black, and silver, red, black, and white. Um, so that's where, that's where Red Rock Central came from. Back. Uh, roughly what year was that when you were voting on that? 92, I mean, so it was 92, because, like, the, the graduating class of 94 would have been the first graduating class of Red Rock Central. So 92, 93. Okay. Do you remember a lot from back then, like, as far as day-to-day stuff, if I ask you a few questions? You can ask me, and I'll answer what I can. What was lunch like back then? What were they serving? Oh. Um, That's my only question. We had the rectangular pizzas. Oh, yeah. Um, so it really hasn't changed much. Yes. Well, they don't. They don't have that anymore. Oh, well, they did. Um, we had Charlie Brown bars, tater tot hot dish. Charlie Brown bars. Charlie Brown bars. I have no idea what that means. Go on. Um, I'll make. I actually have the recipe at home. I'll make some for you guys for next week. What is it? First, what is it? It's, it sounds like a cheap way of like we threw a bunch of shit together, but we'll tell the kids they're called Charlie Brown. Bars. No, they're they're. I mean, like. That's how good they were. Was that I like old students seek out the recipe? It is a uh, graham cracker and peanut butter crust with a chocolate pudding and whipped cream mixture topping with like peanut butter crumbles on top. Essentially, French silk pie with peanut butter. Basically, okay, real similar. Gotcha. Sounds good to me. Yeah, pretty good. I'd eat it. Yeah, and then back then, I'm asking because they're so health conscious today. 
I want to know if they just gave you shit every day and didn't care about it. Well, it was, you guys get like nachos and it, stuff it, like that. No, it was more like uh, I guess what you would call home cooked meals. Really, mm. you know, a lot of hot dishes, hot dishes and 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 stuff like that. I remember my favorite meal at lunch was grilled cheese and tomato soup day. I hated the school's grilled cheese. They were terrible grilled cheeses. They were baked. They weren't yeah, even grilled. They, they were baked, baked cheese. They baked it like, you know, 30 at a time on an oven baking right. sheet. Yeah, because you can't grill. And they're like, rock hard on the They probably didn't have a flat top. Well, they're just, I don't know. They're just, they can make a lot more in this commercial oven right, with like exactly. six racks. Yeah. You know? So... You would just get two bowls of soup to make up for it because the outside was so hard that you'd have to dip it and wait, you know. <laughs> that was good. So was Crispito Day. We got that relatively late in my high school career. They changed I was that. Say, I don't know what that is. I didn't have it the whole time, but it's like a taquito, and then they just, you know what those are? Yep. And they'd give you two big ones, and then you would just dump nacho cheese on it. You were allowed to, like, pour your own, so I'd always go way extra and then just be... <laughs> That sounds disgusting. Oh, it was so good. We, uh, I mean, we had a lot of like turkey supreme, which is like a turkey sandwich sort of uh, yeah, thing. No, it, we, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, turkey supreme done right is pretty good. Then we always had we had a la carte, where if you didn't like what they were serving for lunch, you could go buy something else off the, and that was usually like. You know, pizza was typically on a la carte most of the time, if I could remember correctly. They cut that right as I was old enough to go. I was going to say, by the time I was like probably sophomore, junior, senior, I only did a la carte. Yeah. I was like, Mom, I need a couple bucks. They yeah. had a monster. Quit paying cookie. for this garbage from the lunch food line. Like, they have amazing cinnamon rolls at the a la carte. So. They had monster cookies that were like this big. Oh, yeah. They were 35 cents. Yeah. We'd always the buy- a la carte was insanely cheap. Yeah. I, I would go in there in the morning, like, my brother would like take me to school, like, at, at seventh grade or whatever, and he'd be like, "Hang on, I gotta stop here." And I'd watch him do all this, and then he'd come out with all his food, and I'm like, "Can I have some?" He's like, "No, go to the playground." <laughs> <laughs> We'd always have but like their candy. monster cookies and their cinnamon rolls were just off the charts. We'd have candy and stuff too, so I'd buy a lot of combos. Yeah, combos give you the worst breath, but they're so worth it. Yeah, I do I not mean, like combos. If you already have a girlfriend, you got nobody to impress. That's just right. Go for those combos. Um, I actually went by the Lamberton School today. So the Sam, I went to the Samborn. The only two like buildings I went to, I went to the Samborn School, and I went to the Lamberton School. The Samborn building was tore down like probably three years ago, I suppose. Um, went by the Lamberton building today, and and not a lot has changed except for they've put on like one addition on one side. But that was the first time I'd actually like been by that school. Do they do anything with it? As far as like um, the old school, like Catholic school in Clements, they rent out to people. Like contractors. Well, the Lamberton School is where Red Rock Central is now. Oh, I, okay. I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, they actually like they've got K through twelve all in Lamberton. I was just going to ask that because before it used to be separated, right? So when I was in school, yet they did Samborn and um, if initially for the first couple of years, Samborn and Storton each had an elementary, junior high was in Jeffers, and then high school was in Lamberton, and then throughout the years they've closed Lamb or Samborn, closed Storton. And now, within the last couple of years, they've moved all the entire K through 12 into Lamberton. Right. That just shows how much the rural community around here is is dying off. Dying off. I mean, when I graduated from Red Rock Central, we had 65 kids in, in my graduating class. You know, and that's four towns. 
Um, now they end up with like 25 to 30, I believe. Seriously, it's that small? Yeah. I can't believe that Comfrey stays open. That's They literally have class sizes of nine kids. Well, when yes, you've got a multi-millionaire. That, I know. The Glenn Taylor, I know. Yeah. But it's still, it's still billionaire. weird. Billionaire? You mean billionaire? I was going to say billionaire, but I didn't know how accurate that actually he, was. He's a billionaire. Okay. I have no idea. I just know he's loaded. He's to the gills. Andy had dinner with him one time. You had dinner with Glenn Taylor? We'll be right back. <laughs> Go on. Um, yeah, he came to my farmhouse where I grew up and had dinner with us. Oh, this was at your house? At, I never knew that. I've also been to his mansion in Mankato. Okay. Um, but so my aunt, which is not real like my biological aunt, but my mom's brother's wife, and they were married until I was, you know, probably... 18, 19 years old, so growing up, like, she was my aunt, and, like, they have kids that are exactly, she has, they have twins that are my age, so I have, like, two cousins, and we spent a lot of time together, and they lived in Comfrey, weird enough, and at that point had no connection to Glenn Taylor at all, Uh, but I was living just south of Clements, and so, like, my mom and her brother, and like we spent a lot of time with their family, and she was my aunt. You know, they got divorced when I was like eighteen or nineteen years old. Somehow she moves to Mankato and ends up going to like the same church as Glenn Taylor, and they start dating. And like so, for like three years, my aunt, who's like no longer my aunt, but right, is like dating Glenn Taylor. I always thought Glenn Taylor was like wife for life. He's just such an old guy, you know? Uh, I don't know his story at all. I, I don't fully know either, but I don't think he's that way. Right and, on, dude. And I already know the answer to this, but for the listeners, did you ask him about Timberwolves basketball when you had dinner with him? I did. Did you? Um, did you have questions prepped? Like, you, so I you just, didn't I just had nervous? I, like an open oh, mic? I was so nervous. My dad was like, it was like... Because he owned the Timberwolves at this point already. Oh, yes. I want to say... Was this Kevin Garnett era? Yes. Okay. So it's like summer of like either 01 or 02. And... Jesus. <laughs> we had um, Chauncey Billups and like we knew we weren't going to resign him. He got a big... He got a contract offer from uh, the Detroit Pistons. And, and like they, you're a super... Like in my... In relation to me, like you and and Tyler are like probably the two like biggest basketball minds that I know yeah. like personally because you. Do I'm a huge hoops fan. So, so were you at that level at that time when you? Yes. Okay. So I'm like totally into it, but okay. I don't want to like. You don't want to rub out on him. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, here's Glenn Taylor having dinner in my like little farmhouse where I grew up. Like it's crazy. I just like, and my dad was like. I'm like, can I can I talk to him? He's like, I don't know, I don't know, like whatever. He's like, I'll, I'll help you out. He's like, like I know Glenn. Like Andy doesn't want to get too far into it, but like, can he ask you one question? Like my dad like helped me into it, which is like a pretty pussy move. But like I was like, holy shit! Like the whole time I'm like freaking out. Like while we're at the dinner table, like fucking Glenn Taylor is eating dinner with us. Like this is in fucking sane. Like what's going on right now? And. Chauncey Billups had just signed a sheet with the Detroit Pistons where he went on to win a title with them. And we had no point guard. 
And he was like, well, we had to tell Chauncey to go. Like, they gave him a good offer, and we just couldn't offer him that. So, And so I knew that they were signing Troy Hudson before anyone else knew that. He's like, well, we're in talks with Troy Hudson. I'm pretty sure we're going to get Troy Hudson. He's going to be our point guard next year because we had no point guard. I was like, who's going to be our point guard? So he told me that. I thought that was pretty cool. Like, that hadn't happened. Uh, so, like, we had a podcast in 01. A month. Or if, like, Twitter had been a thing, he would have never told you that back then. <laughs> right. Probably not. Yeah. So. Maybe he wasn't serious. So then, like, a month later, like, we signed Troy Hudson. Nice. That's that was pretty crazy. cool. Yeah, kind of cool. You had some inside info, and how old were you? Like, 19, 20. Oh, my God. You had your dad holding your hand when you were in. <laughs> well, with Glenn Taylor, I don't know how to act around billionaires. I know, but I'm just, I'm picturing, like, little nine-year-old Andy. No, 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 no. <laughs> That makes it even better. I just, you were, like, fully developed <laughs> brain. Oh, right. yes. <laughs> right. Oh, yes. Like, like that's something I could see, like, now with Joe. Like right, if, right, right. Yeah. Like, if Tony Hawk or Mark Hoppus came to town. Yeah. <laughs> Mark Hoppus was coming to our house for dinner and be like, so, Mark, Joe wants to ask you about Blink-182. Is that all right? I was just, yeah, I wasn't going like, to, like. Do aliens really exist? I mean, can you tell Tom to cut it out? <laughs> <laughs> right. I just didn't want to, like. Make it uncomfortable for him, or like, or he didn't want to be. You didn't want him to be like, "I'm not talking to you about the Timberwolves." Right, right. And it flip your mic. But um, I'll just move my chair. How go. about that? Okay. Um, he also the only other good thing that came from that is, well, I mean, lots of good things came from it. But I also he got us like center court, four rows up seats one time. Right on at, with like, and my college girlfriend. At the time, came back to visit. I'm like, yeah, we're going to the Timberwolves game. I'm like, fucking took her. Like, yeah, we're sitting all the way down there. And then uh, at halftime, right? It was definitely impressive. Was it a good game or like the Jazz game? It was a really good game. Okay. Who was it? It was Kings, like Chris Weber, Paige Soyakovic, Eric Kings. Yep. So it was a really good game. And then at halftime, him, Glenn, and my my aunt come and want to sit next to my parents. So they're like, me and my girlfriend at the time go to his seats, which are... A box, right? No, it's not a box. They're, they are courtside right next to the bench, um, right next to, literally sitting right next to Kirby Pocket. Oh, my God. That's you. You're such a Twins fan, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, my God. It was like a freak out moment. I'm like, oh, my God. What is going on so right now? So did you have, now? have your dad come down and lead you into a conversation with Kirby? No. Did you have to explain to your girlfriend at the time who the person next to you was? Um, I think so. Yeah. Did you have a conversation with Kirby? I mean, she was from Nevada. So, okay. like, she had no... Um, we just talked a little bit. I was like, I asked for his autograph because my aunt was like, yeah, ask him for his autograph. Did you ask how his eye was? I did not. It was covered. Okay. Oh, this was like eye patch. Eye patch Kirby. Okay. Did he give Uh, you the autograph kindly? He did not give it to me kindly. Um, Oh no, he's an asshole. But he did give it to me. Was it kind of a fine sort of? He's like, hey man, like I'm at the game here. I don't, I don't, I can't give autographs to everyone. I'm like, well, I'm obviously sitting in like the owner's seats, like. I didn't just get here by random. Like, my aunt told me to ask you. I wasn't going to ask him, and Sita was like, ask him, ask him. I'm like, okay. So it was like towards the end, like when they were coming back, I was like, so do you think I can get an autograph? He's like, no. And then like 30 seconds later, he's like, okay, give me a piece of paper. So 
I don't know if he like said the no just to like make sure everyone heard him say the no. Right. That way, like no one else, mm-hmm. all of a sudden, wasn't like right a swarm. Like everybody, Kirby signing autographs. Right. Yeah. But do you still have it? I don't. What? No what? idea. Where it is. <laughs> Andy, he's dead. That thing's worth at least a grand. Like at least a grand. Never, never found it. I searched. The, I mean, do you know how much you? Oh. It's definitely not worth a grand. It's worth a grand. He's dead. And I mean, he's won what? I would two World Series with it. I would, I would love to add a Kirby Puckett autograph to my collection of Twins memorabilia. I don't know. Well, the only place it could ever be is now like getting buried under because my farmhouse has been sold and is getting put in the ground. So no longer have access to it. It's gone. I looked for it. Let's I looked for a lot of things. I also lost my entire card collection. That was. What, what kind of cards? Really good baseball, baseball, basketball, football cards. Really, really good ones. My best ones were basketball cards. That's been weird that that's, like, gone. Kind of weird. I don't know. Could have been stolen, I guess. But I there do, was other things of value that were still there. I don't, speaking of autographs, I do have a Hall of Famers autograph now that Jack Morris is making it into the Hall. So, who's that? Twin. Uh, he was a pitcher for many teams. But hey, uh, big signing coming up you guys should talk about, right? I don't know. I just I heard something about saying like uh, even on the fan they were like twins need to just open their pocketbooks and sign. Well, this there's, is a a, there's kind of a hot rumor that they're. I mean, the rumor is that they're going after you, Darvish, pretty That's hard. Who, yep, yep. See, I um, knew I, I just have to kind of trickle. I mean, he's Google also there's rumors that the Cubs are going after him, and and he was having dinner with somebody from the Rangers, even though supposedly the Rangers aren't interested in re-signing him, which makes sense because they're kind of in a rebuilding. Mode, and then I also heard that the Astros are going after him too. So we're definitely seriously after him. Yeah, um, our second in command was in the front office with Texas when you was in Texas. So we have like a real personal relationship, like going on with him, and he's definitely considering us. We're not a joke anymore either. We were league worst two years ago, and, and then last year we make it into the playoffs. Right. He's got some considerations, like as far as like what type of team he wants to go to. And from what I understand, the Twins fit that bill. Um, he's been in Los Angeles due to a trade, but from what I understand, he's like more interested in going to a smaller market um, and wants to be, for whatever reason, wants to be the only Japanese guy on the team, which I find, I okay, guess I don't know so what the reason. So he wants to be in a small t- market? That's really one of his like things. Yeah. Have... Dick and Bert take him to Manny's. Those two guys. Actually, there is um, I don't know if I want to call it famous or not, but uh, there's a Japanese restaurant in Minneapolis called Kiachi that's like famous within Japanese players. Where like whenever like Ichiro was in town, he's going to Kiachi. Like you go to Kiachi and there's like baseball memorabilia on the walls and stuff. Like it's a famous like. For that. Right. It's famous for that. It's a really good Japanese restaurant, and it's famous for being well-known within Japanese baseball players. That come, yeah. Yes, that come through town. And, and probably just Japanese people in general that come through Minneapolis. Maybe. Darvish is Japanese, right? That is correct. Yes. He's not Korean? No. Okay, good. So, yes, maybe that's... We'd hate to lump them all together. Yes, I would, because that's what everyone else does on Facebook and stuff. Right. And they're actually different... Japan, like, Japan, Korea, China. They're different countries. Really? <laughs> it's crazy. And you mean that just because one, just because two Asian <laughs> players 
flopped, that doesn't mean that they're all going to. From like an entire continent? From the entire continent. They're all awful. How many so, North Korean baseball players are there in Major League Baseball? Zero. Okay. But, so, let me get this straight. So, Max Kepler's not like an all-star, maybe could be someday, but he's a pretty good baseball player. He is. So you're telling me that we shouldn't use that theory and just sign every German. We should sign all the Germans. I mean, that's kind of the impression that I get. Is that we white? He's not from America. No, he's He's from Germany. I thought all white guys were from America. (laughs) Hmm. That's another interesting theory. Sorry. Continue. Um, And we should also so Byron Buxton is American, so we should sign all the American players. We should sign all like the Georgia players. I think he's from Georgia. I think so. Yeah, I believe that's correct. We should sign all of them. All of them. What country? All of them. In Africa, and only the black ones. Okay. Only the black Georgia players. Yep. Yep. So. Definitely players from like Dominican Republic or. Venezuela. Well, Miguel Sano's got a bad leg, so we probably shouldn't sign any players from... I think he's Dominican, right? I think so. So we shouldn't sign any players from the Dominican because they're all going to have bad legs. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. What about that 50-year-old that's trying to come back? Oh, I remember hearing this story. And it's not Bartolo Colon also says he wants to come back. 53 years old, steroid era, and that's why he wants to come back is to like clear his name. First baseman, Texas Rangers. Rafael Palmeiro? That is correct. <laughs> he wants to come back. He wants to come back and play because he wants to clear his name. Publicity-wise, if you're tanking second half of the season, get him on your squad, right? No, I'd say if you're, uh, if you're uh, you know, St. Paul Saints sort of bit, Sioux Falls Canaries, and you want to boost ticket sales, but... I can't see no any respectable. major. I don't see any major league team. No matter how bad you are, you're not going to sign a 53 year old. Even like the Brewers. Well, the only the only scenario where I would ever see it happening is in the American League because then you could bring him into DH possibly. But even then, the guy's 53. Well, let him do steroids. Make there like a 50 year rule. Well, if you're over 51, you can do HGH. He already did the steroids, though. I know, but just, like, let it happen. Like, because I want to see how old somebody can get with, like, let's experiment with steroids. As Well, the Twins just signed a 40-year-old closer. <laughs> 41, yeah. 41. He'll be 41 by the time the season starts, I believe, right? Baseball players can do that, though. They go a little bit longer than, like, any Not other generally. Sport. Not generally. No? Well, a little bit longer. I mean, the fact that there is even Bartolo pitching at 44... Like, when's the last time there's been? Oh, Bartolo was so cool. <laughs> and Moyer before that, I think he pitched till he was like 46. Yeah, probably. And just the fact that's even possible. I don't think that's even possible. It, like, well, pitching alone. Yeah, I know what you mean. But I don't think it's possible in, like, basketball. I don't think there's ever been, like, a 44-year-old. Well, WNBA. Maybe. They're all really old. And obviously in the NFL, there have been some punters that have been up there. Yeah, I mean, Vinatieri is like kicker, 44 kickers, right now. Vinatieri is 44. Yeah. But you're not going to have a you know an offensive lineman at 44. Right. It's just not going to happen. Right. You know, I think Ocho Cinco's playing in like an arena league somewhere, maybe. I mean, Brady's 40. He'll be on the challenge next year. Brady's 40. That's pretty crazy. I know. He's still really And they, they must expect him to be there for a while because they traded what should have been their future quarterback. Right. 
Yeah, they're probably asking for him back. It's crazy that that, like, he looks so good that that's all they got for him is one second-round pick. Like, where are all the teams? They haven't lost a game yet since he's been there. Or did they lose this last week? Well, since he's been starting. No, they or won yeah, this last since week. Since he's been starting, right. Um, Why wasn't, like, who doesn't have a quarterback right now? Like, Arizona or... Cleveland. Cleveland. Why wouldn't they be like, yeah, we'll give you a second and a third for this guy who's been training under Brady for four years well, and, like, they're reluctant to even give up in the first place? Like, I, th- I think part of Why the wasn't had, everyone jumping on this? I think part of the deal had to be, you know, obviously maybe there had to be an agreement as far as a contract extension because he's – but, of course, I haven't heard that he's signed one with San I, Francisco either. I haven't heard that either. Because he's a is, free agent after he, this year. After this year, is he? Yeah. That was why – They have to have, like, agreed on that then. That was why uh, – New England traded him because they couldn't give him the assurance because he said, I want to start next year. And they're like, well, we've got fucking Tom Brady here. We can't, like... Does he have one more year on his rookie deal? I think he has one more year on his no, rookie deal. No, from what I understand, this was his last year. Really? Because that, that was the Teddy year. He was drafted the same year as Teddy. Okay. Oh, how much better would we be, like, historically I want Garoppolo? Andy and I better. were both on the Garoppolo bandwagon that year. Big time. Oh, my God. Yeah. Have the Facebook post to prove it. Well, great. I wish. I'm not doubting you. <laughs> Nobody here is against, is doubting you. Yeah, so. but the listeners might be. But now we can sign case. Get that screenshot ready. I'm going to post it on pilsnerpodcast.com. <laughs> That's pilsnerpodcast.com. Now we can sign case and have case coming up in the future. Um, I have a feeling it's like got Vikings stink all over it, and that's going to end up being a train wreck. Like. That's a good possibility. But it just feels like it's too good to be true. Like, we've been here before, except that he's proven every game that I'm, he's worth it. But I mean, for some I, reason, I still... Sorry. I've been doing the whole bot completely in, and I am. I think this is a great team. But I am start. I am to that point now where I'm starting prepare, to prepare myself for the, you know, the late down. missed field goal in the NFC Championship game. Which is relatively new. Like, I get it. Like, But Blair Walsh was the one who started the bad kicks. I, obviously, Gary Anderson, uh, but that was one. Uh, 2009, we had the throw across the body, and we had Ben Lieber being the extra man in the huddle. He lost that game for us. Uh, That's the we had the 41 donut in 2001. Uh, we obviously, everyone knows about the 98 NFC Championship game. Uh, we had, I mean, eighty-seven. We lost in the title game. I can't. That remember was a that fumble. One. That was a late fumble too. Right Darren, against the Redskins. Darren Nelson yep. fumbled. Um, I missed that game. Yeah, obviously. So <laughs> what I'm saying is that there's always like the collapse, and maybe this is the year. But I mean, I think all Vikings fans are trained in their mind to just expect it to happen now. Um, and you know what we got to say when those feelings creep up? <laughs> Certainly not. Where are you guys going to watch the Super Bowl if the Vikings are in the Super Bowl? I'm taking Monday off if they win. I don't know. I've, I I want to find a bar, if but they it'll win? probably be in my or living room. If they're room. in. If they're in the Super Bowl, where will you watch it? Probably in my living room. I'll be in Minneapolis. Well, you live up there. Well, I also live down here. Well, right. I live a hybrid lifestyle, Corey. Yeah, I know. We're going to go into that after football season. I... We'll probably watch it at home as well. We kind of got into this today a little bit. Um, I guess me, like... If I, we win, I want to be in the streets and, like, be a part of, like, the wildness. That sounds awesome. It really, really does. It sounds awesome. But, like, I've always said and thought, I guess we've never discussed it, but I've always thought, like, with the Twins. If the Twins ever, like, 
make it to the World Series, I would probably watch that at home with my kids. I mean, my kids are at that age where it's going to be something they're going to remember. So that's why I say, like, Super Bowl, if the Vikings make the Super Bowl, I'd probably watch it at home with my kids just because it'd be a you know memory that they would have going forward as opposed to, yeah, I remember when the Vikings made the Super Bowl, Dad went up and got drunk in the <laughs> cities, and we were at home by ourselves. That sounds like a great memory. <laughs> i got good memories at Super Bowl so far. I do. I got engaged at the halftime show two years ago. I didn't have to watch the second half of the Broncos-Panthers game. Or, yeah, it was Broncos-Panthers. So did Megan propose to you? Yeah, she did. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, I mean, if, you know, I, I told Andy that today. You know, if I didn't have kids... Or if my kids were, like, you know, younger where they, A, wouldn't remember, wouldn't have a memory of it, or if they were out of the house, you know, I'd probably be like, yeah, let's go to the cities and find a bar to watch it at and get out in the streets and get crazy. No, nah, I and, still wouldn't. I'm in your position, what you're saying right now, and, and I have no interest and, in and, that. And tip some cars and start some fires and... Driving and spending all that money just doesn't sound worth it. Everything's overpriced that week. Sounds amazing to me. Well, if you're, I you're, not, you're not paying overpriced... No, if I live there, that's a different story. But living here and having to drive up to find parking to all that jazz. Pay for an overpriced hotel. Right. I told you you could stay with me. Yeah, I know you did. Tim, you can stay with me too if you want. That's all right. I'm going to stay here. See? Well, there just blows all that excuse out of no, your guys' I ass. Have, I have another... I have other friends that I... I mean, you know, my sister lives up there. I could Uber in from Hopkins. You know? Right. Like, it's all there, but... <sighs> no. Not doing it. Because if this was the twins we were talking about, I'd definitely have to sit at home and watch it because I would probably cry like a baby if they win the World Series. Okay, but if it's twins, you could go to an early game and then watch the rest of them with your kids. Like, you could try to, like, say, like, let's go to game one because there's seven right. games, possibly seven games. And the games. thing with the World Series is that fans can actually buy tickets to the games. Oh, yeah. I, I haven't even looked, but how expensive are tickets? To in, do they have, like, an in-state residence? I think the cheapest face value is, like, 6 I can tell you right now. It's uh, too much. That's I, face value. I get it, but yeah, so you're not going to even get a chance at that. Right. Yeah, I mean, a, a friend of ours is going to like half the has staff Vikings, Mercedes and whoever else advertised with the NFL that year. Right. We were having this conversation on our group text today, and a friend of ours, two friends of ours, actually have season tickets, and the the cheapest seat in like nosebleed up in the far corner, fifty two hundred dollars, all the way up to the most expensive seats are. Uh, fourteen thousand four hundred ninety nine dollars. I would have guessed more, just based on the cheap one being right. $5, that actually seems like a really good deal for the most expensive one. But is the most expensive one at, like an actual? Oh, is it? Wait, wait, is it the best seat you can get? Because maybe that's the most expensive one available. I think that's the most avail- best one available to the right. public. Um, that's even if you're a season ticket holder. Where, you know, because we were talking today about, you know, the Vikings having home field advantage in the Super Bowl. And, yeah, they're at home in a place where they're comfortable playing, um, probably going to be playing out of the visitor's locker room. Yep, they are, um, if, if they get there. Because um, if you're the AFC team, why wouldn't you? Like, it's the AFC team's choice. Mm-hmm. But if you're playing them at their home stadium, why wouldn't you try to even the playing field as much as you can and be like, yep, we're practic- we're the Patriots. We're practicing at Winter Park this week. Would it be cheating to, like, do as much as you can to the visitors' locker room to make it feel nicer for the players? Like, hey, what do you guys want us to do? Would that be cheating? Oh, I don't think. I mean, the, the U.S. Bank Stadium staff, would that be, like, collusion? 
I don't think so. It wouldn't be like the 97. Uh, I mean, it's not like they're affecting anything on the field. It's not like they're asking them to deflate the footballs. Right. I just, there's never been that situation right. before. There ha- Maybe we're the right, reason but they be- set a rule. But because the AFC team is the home team, they right. get first say at the practice facilities for the week and, you know, which locker room they get. Mm-hmm. But obviously the Vikings are still going to have that comfortableness with the stadium as a whole. But it's not going to be like a normal home game. It's not going to be a normal crowd. Because you're not going to have that normal crowd. Because you're not going to have 60,000 Vikings fans. Doing a skull chant. Doing a skull chant. You're going to have 5,000 Vikings fans. Three to 4,000. Nick Swartzen will make up for a lot of that. And maybe my numbers are off. Maybe it's going to be 10,000 Vikings fans. But that stadium holds 66,000 people. And I'd be willing to bet that 30,000 of them, or 40,000 of them, are going to be corporate NFL sponsor, you know, whether it's Verizon or Coca-Cola or what Budweiser or whatever, right. are going to and aren't going to have a vested in. They might be cheering for the Vikings or they might be cheering for let's say the Patriots, but realistically they're not going to be It'll know, just Vikings be a, fans. They'll be cheering for a good game. Right. That's yes. all they cuz they have no interest cuz the Steelers didn't I'd make be, it. I'd be, you know, I'd be surprised if out of that 66,000 seats if you end up with Say ten thousand true Vikings fans. Although the novelty and the spectacle of the first Super Bowl hosted in, or you know, the Vikings making it to their stadium, they'd be the first team that ever did that hosting a Super Bowl. Yep. So maybe that would also be like, oh, you know what, go home team. You guys did it. This is crazy. I want to be part of history, and I want to be on the right. Right, side. but I still don't think they're going to be as rabid as like a, a, a Viking, as like the NFC Championship game would be if that was held. Right. But do you think that that stadium could also be? It's it's kind of built for crowd noise and stuff. That it is. It might be amplified even if you're cheering twenty five percent to a normal one hundred. Right. Know? And that might be. I don't know. I also think I'm nervous because the Vikings have never really been in this spot in my lifetime. You know, like what are you talking about? Oh nine, I get it, but I'm saying the Super Bowl. What about ninety eight? The Super Bowl. Well, they haven't been in the Super Bowl in my lifetime. Yeah. What are you talking about? I just I feel like. We've never been there. There's so many other current players, like on the Patriots and stuff, that have been there. They handle themselves a lot better in these like high risk situations. I'm really not concerned about that, just for the fact that despite what we just, despite everything we just said about home field advantage, I don't feel that there's a team in the NFL that can beat the Vikings at home. I don't. I I think that you could bring. Andy made the comment today about God, to get through the playoffs, we'd have to beat, you know, we'd have to beat possibly Breeze. Cam Newton or Matt Ryan, a combination of any combination of consecutively. them three, consecutively, and beat possibly either Ben Roethlisberger and or and or Aaron Rodgers or not Tom Aaron Brady, Rodgers, Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. And I said, but if them games are at home, that doesn't doesn't like mean much to me. I don't think we're going to go to the Super Bowl. No, it's just I just fun want to talk about. I know, but it just like gets me depressed. To even like consider so it, you're you're fully accepting the collapse that we were just talking about earlier. I would rather lose in the conference semifinals. Not me. I need that burn. We talked about it today. Yep. I need that pain to make me know I'm alive. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather just like get the losing out of the way than like, especially losing in as much as the the conference finals. I'd rather lose in the conference semifinals. At least making the Super Bowl would be really fun. It would be really exciting. I've already said I don't care if we lose like the next week. Like the season was great. It was a successful season. It was a fun ride. Yep. And that's what I mean. You know, if we lose in the NFC Championship game, yeah, that heartache of it sucks. But the ride getting there is always fun. 
Because I mean, remember '98 when we were getting ready to play the Cowboys, and everyone was like, "Oh, the Vikings are going to lose to the Cowboys," and they smoked their yes. asses, like just embarrassed them. I was never worried about losing to that game. No, I wasn't even. I wasn't worried about losing to the Saints, but the fucking oh, Ben Haber. '98 or oh, I'm, ta- I'm talking about 2009. Too. Oh yeah, and '98 was a was bullshit too. Fucking Denny Green and taking knees at half. Don't get me started. Anyway. Anyway, we get a chance. Anyway, we still don't know where quarterbacks will be next year, but who cares? Because we're riding this year. No, it's case. Like, that's been decided internally, I feel like. You think so? How many? I mean, he's lost one game maybe this year as a starter. Because we did start out with Bradford, right? Bradford won the first game, and then... And then... How quickly we forget. Well, I'm just... I know because the one of the games that we lost, Bradford started. That was like when he was out for a week and then came back and yep. shouldn't have come back. We'd lost we lost that game. We won that game. Is that... Did we win that one? I thought that was the Lions game. No, I think it was the Bears game. I think he... I think okay. he... I think we did lose. Like, I think we... we lost to the Lions. We lost to the Panthers. And who was the third loss to? I just... This last week, oh, you just said it. No, we just, uh, was it two weeks ago we just lost? To the Panthers. Steelers. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Steelers, which is a legit loss. Which, I mean, and, and that was Case's first start. That was Case's first start, yep. Which Conspiracy theories. Steelers on the road, I mean. We could say Greg Olson was in our locker room. He was in our, <laughs> We could, now we get that. We get to say that now. And that, was, that wasn't, that uh, was like, they didn't beat us convincingly. No, like, so, we played terribly that no. game, and we still barely lost. Yeah. All right, let's take a five. We are back. Um, Corey, you have... It's kind of going to be a regular thing. It's yeah. going to be my rant of the week. Last week I bitched about the guys wearing sweatsuits. Um, what is your guys' uh, typical phone etiquette when you're in a public restroom? Oh, my God. Okay, I have something about this today. People only call Urinal? me... Sorry, I cut you off. Urinal? That's a good one. Um, put that on the <laughs> button box. Um, people only call me when I'm at work and I'm sitting down. Like, in the do- like that's when I feel my phone going, and I look, I reach down and look, and it's a contractor. I'm like, nope, can't do it. Because the secretary is the ne- is on the other side of the wall. So she would hear you that's talking. That's so weird. Like, yep, yeah, I'm not doing anything. What do you need? Yeah, let me get a pen. So you have contractors that have your personal cell phone number, and they call you if they All need stuff do. from the yard. Yeah. yeah, that's how it works. Yeah. They don't call the yard and put in orders. I mean, they do, but yeah, it's if, it's, it's easier for them if they need a handful of things. Like, hey, we need. I'm selective on who has it. I know yeah. that I've heard horror stories, and I know the guys not to give it to. But yeah, it's it's weird. You yeah. don't pick it up, and I let it go if it's. I mean, unless it's her, like my wife, and she calls four times in a row. Right. Otherwise, I'd even ignore her. I would text her. So like, I walked into a public restroom the other day, and the guy was standing at the urinal. Uh, with his business in one hand and his phone in the other. We've all been there. Seriously? I mean, we weren't talking on the phone. We were watching something on the phone. <laughs> I guess I can't say that I've ever been there, and I, I just found it strange. Like, it'd be one... You don't get what I'm saying. I guess not. I guess I don't get what you're saying. Okay. Continue. Anyway... So I guess I was just curious as as am I the only one that finds that 
that practice strange. Like the urinal is such an odd place. It's it's very like do not talk to me at all. But if we're at a bar and it's after midnight, it's fair game. Everyone's talking to each other. It's such an odd situation. It's the most awkward place like urinals are. I just find that a strange place to like pull your phone out and be right. like. What's going on on Twitter today? Let me check while I'm... Oh, I thought he was on the phone. No, no, no. He was like... Yeah. Scrolling through his Facebook and Twitter and stuff while he was... He is literally addicted to his cell phone. Right. Andy, what are your thoughts? You're pretty quiet. I wouldn't wouldn't do that. No. I I thought you meant he took a phone call. I misread the whole thing there. I'm sorry. I misunderstood. No, no. He was just like... Taking a phone call. I've definitely seen that happen. I would just never take a phone call in the first place, whether I'm at a urinal or not. Right. So. You can feel it going on and be like, well, this person's going to get called back. If there's somebody well, next and, to me, I if just I'm alone. No, I'm just saying I don't take phone calls. Andy doesn't answer his phone. Like, I know Andy well enough that I think that if he knew that if I was But actually- I, I have seen, I understand that people do answer their phone. I understand people who, like, take phone calls while they're peeing. I can understand that. But looking at your phone. It can wait. It, that can wait. If and we're sitting down, that's a whole other story. Andy is so anti, like, talking on the phone that I think he would know that if I was actually calling him for something, he would probably know that it's urgent enough that he would answer. Wouldn't you agree? Mm, it, would take, it would take a second time for sure. Maybe a second time. But you know. But if you, you called me a second time, I'd be like, oh, okay, what's Corey Right, because you know that if I need to talk to you about something, normally I'm going to text you. Yes. You guys have weird text etiquette, too, I've noticed. Uh, I'm in a group text with you, too. And, um. You occasionally put periods on the end of your sentences, but you don't every time. <laughs> and it makes me think, like, okay, like, that's how you're doing it. Because that's how I got programmed to do it. Because when I first started texting, that's how I did it. And when I was dating Megan, she goes, why are you ending all of your sentences with periods? I'm like, because you're supposed to. She goes, I feel like you're just mad at me. So now I just I got rid of it, like, right then and there. So I haven't. So if you use proper punctuation in a text, that's a sign that you're mad at the person you're texting, according can to you, Megan? You can look that up on the internet. It's I, true. I, really? That's how she told it to me. So I stopped doing it because she told me to. I'm like, okay, fine. Um, so, but you guys don't do, you sometimes don't put periods on the end of things. I'm like, oh, that, they want me to wrap this up. Whatever we were talking about, you just said, okay, period. I'm like, got it. Note taken. Don't respond back. These guys are going to bed. I guess I don't even intentionally. Yeah, don't read into that. Yeah. What bothers me even more is that, do you remember T9 text on regular flip oh, yes. phones and stuff? I wish it could go back to that because it's actually faster, I think. Yeah, in some ways it is, only because I had the keyboard memorized when I was a right. Phones weren't allowed in school, so you'd do it behind your back. But And it's only nine buttons instead of 26. Mm-hmm. Well, whatever. Um, she, okay, so she'll text me, and this is back when we had flip phones, and it was to put a period or an exclamation point or a question mark or something like that, you did have to put that, sometimes you'd put that space in there accidentally, and it would just happen. And there would be a space for it. She carried over to the iPhone and still puts the space in there. I go, you actually have to go down and hit space bar to put that in there. Why are you doing this? So sometimes I'll respond back to her with, like, a question. But I'll put 90 spaces before I put the question mark so it looks like a big whale bubble. Like, hello? Space, 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 question mark. Just to get the point across... Why do you still put the one space in there? You don't need that anymore. 
you actually have to hit space, then shift, then your keyboard changes to question mark. <laughs> it's so complicated. She's like, it's just how I do things. I'm like, yeah, but you also don't have apps for your... Just a habit. <laughs> it happens. Anyway, that's my that was my thing of the week, is that uh, I... No to browsing the phone while you're taking a leak. Right. I mean, yeah, it's one General thing. General browsing, no. It's one thing if you're, you know, doing some sit-down business, I suppose, and you're... Well, then, it's, then you need it. Then you need it, but, you know, if you're standing at the urinal, you don't need to hold the phone at your face while you... I agree, and Hold it's, yourself. It's, you're in the splash zone. That's dirty. Right. Yep. That was my... That was my th- picket. That was I'll get my you a button. Perfect. <laughs> That's how we're going to end this. I'll get you a button. All right, let's do some NFL picks for the... Oh, do we want to talk about the other thing we were talking about off air, or do we want to announce that next week? Uh, let's do it right now while I unlock this computer. Uh, we, the three hosts of the Pilsner podcast, have decided that come the first of the year, we are too much fat asses, and we are going to partake in a weight loss challenge amongst each other. So how it's going to work is we are going to weigh in on January fourth, and we are or January third, and we will uh, let all you listeners along for the ride here. As Hang we, on, one thing we didn't say. I am fully on board with sharing how much I weigh on the air. You guys are cool with that too, right? Totally cool. Totally cool with it. Okay, because just I, I said that with my wife, and she's like, "You're going to tell everyone." I'm like, "It's different. It's <laughs> it's so different. If you were doing this, you wouldn't." But okay. Yeah, there's uh, it's sensitive, you know. I don't yeah, care. I don't care at this point. Um, anyway, the <laughs> I first just let myself the go. first weigh-in is going to be Wednesday, January third, um, and we're going to have punishments each week for the two people that lose the least weight uh, per week based on percentage um, of of your starting weight. Um, that way, it kind of evens the playing field, as as uh, as they would say. So, and the final weigh-in will be Thursday, February first. We're going to do this for four weeks. Um, week one, the two losers are going to record a duet on video. Video? Is it, I, nah, it, I'm just going to do a song. It's easier to cut us. Because we're going to make... Stop, 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 you know. Okay, okay. So, But we're going to record a duet of uh, the old Aaron Neville classic, I Don't Know Much. Linda Ronstadt. Yes. Um, I don't know much, but I know I love you. That, that song. We're going to be doing a duet of that. Uh, week two... Um, the two losers are going to have to eat two Big Macs on air. Um, I'm not going to lie. I will might lose that week on purpose. <laughs> so stupid. Um, week three, uh, we are going to do 20-piece uh, value meals, uh, 20-piece McNugget value meals from McDonald's. So McDonald's, maybe we can work a sponsorship <laughs> into this. We got them as far they as punishment need it. two weeks they need, they need more press. They need more press. So week three will be the 20-piece the nugget value meal. Uh, as my 17-year-old my would say, that that's not a punishment either. He knocks them out pretty regularly. Uh, and the final punishment, week four, um, the two... We should add another small punishment, shouldn't we? For week four? Yeah. Yeah, we can we can discuss that in the meantime. Because the overall big punishment of the two losers on the final weigh-in yep. is going to be the two losers have to run a 5K by the end of the summer. Um, Andy suggested that, and Tim's first reaction was like, fuck no, which made <laughs> me and Andy both be like, yep, that's it. Um, 
I guess, you know. Dude, I don't. You shouldn't have reacted so severely. I know, but, uh, dude. <laughs> if you would have played it cool. I don't have exercise clothes, <laughs> let alone, like, I have skateboard shoes at the mo- Like, I have to buy shoes for this when I lose, because I will lose. I have to buy running shoes so I don't look like such a nerd. This is more motivation to win. Oh, my God. Like I was saying, I have so many events, like, in January that, like, I have to attend that have so much good food. Well, I've got my wife's birthday. We're going to be going out. Um, You're going to have salads while she has, like, you know, yeah, T-bones. Exactly <laughs> right. sirloin sticks. <laughs> She's probably going to want to go to, like, Manny's, and I'll be ordering the Cobb salad. So look forward to that. That'll be some interesting uh, interesting material come January. You'll get to listen to us chowing down on Big Macs on the air. Um, the, we the, should come up with a small fourth punishment that's you know what? Let's do the TV thing that we were talking about off air. Like an entire season? Of White Knights. That's not a small punishment. Okay. I know, but it's the last yeah. one because there won't we be might as, We might as well keep it like know, food related. How about like a. Of, no, because who cares at that point? It's over. You've already lost. You have to eat. Who cares? You're probably going to add a bunch more, anyways. What I'm thinking is like you're not going to actually see the end result of that, of the bet, till the summer. Right. right? So we should do something that will give us good stuff on the air the next well, week. Well, let's think about it for next week, and we can figure it out. Okay, okay. Uh, let's get into our NFL picks here, huh? Football, Football picks. picks. Nice job. I lost again last week. I'm really, you know, I was thinking about this, and A, when we were doing this for money, I never lost. And now I don't mind the punishments. Like, they're not really that big of a deal, so I don't put as much thought into them. I'm more just like, eh, give me the Ravens. Um, That's a convenient excuse. Whatever. I mean, Tim, was I undefeated when we were doing it for money? I don't remember, Corey. Yeah, right. <laughs> you don't remember. Okay, let's get into this. The first game of the week, we have the... I think you were, though. You have this completely... I mean... Did I, I screw it up again? No, I see how you labeled them, but you know, usually the home team is the second team listed. It's either I don't ever Google does it. On the right or on the bottom, but I see how you did it. Uh, so the Ravens are visiting the Colts. Um, next time, I'm just do a screen grab and print that out with you of what I go off of and put it right next to it. I understand what you're doing. I'm just, it, it's fine. You're doing a good job. <laughs> so the the Ravens. I needed to hear that. The Ravens go to Indianapolis to take on the Colts. Um, I'm going to take the Ravens. I will take the Ravens as well. We get more Thursday night games, right? I mean, that's what we're doing. And we get some Saturday games, too. Yeah. I don't think there's a Thursday game this week. I think it's all Saturday. I would have labeled it. There's definitely a Thursday game. There's got to be. Is there? I mean, no. No, there's not. You're right. I I would have labeled it on there. You've got Saturday, Saturday, and... And I'm assuming these ones that aren't labeled are all Sunday games. There might be a Monday night. Corey, he has the... um, he has it right, but he has the home and away mislabeled. That's what he just said. So these are the home teams over here. So he has them listed correctly. He just labeled Fuck. them wrong. You know what, guys? Come down here Monday night and prep with me. Okay, I'm still going to take the Ravens. <laughs> yes, yeah, I'll take the Ravens, Ravens as well. for sure then. The f- now that they're home, not away. Uh, <laughs> gonna get this right one day. That, okay, yeah, because he does have the Packers. Okay, yeah. here's the he thing: had, I wasn't a, drinking when I did that. Uh, like, let's skip the Vikings. When he game. said, "I like," I took it right from the internet. I was like, "I think 
yeah, he took it all right from the internet and then mislabeled yeah. his two things that he could control. So he got wrong. Jared Goff led Rams travel right. to Tennessee to take on the Titans, my favorite AFC team. I'm still going to take the Rams, though. Rams I'm are vicious. Take the Rams as well. Oh, you guys. I was hoping one of you would take the Titans. Why don't you take the Titans? Take the Titans, Andy. Andy, take the Titans. You know you want to. Remember the Titans. Denzel. I could, I could, I'm cool for a punishment. Um, I'm going I'm to take Titans. <laughs> oh, my God. If you win, I'm going to be so pissed. Yeah, the Titans will win that game now <laughs> going away. Uh, the Bills travel to New England to take on Tom Brady and the Come New on, England on, Patriots. <laughs> I'm taking the Patriots. 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 I'm taking a Mad Butcher. Yeah, I am too. All right. The Browns. This is the game of the week. The Browns travel to Chicago to take on the Bears. <laughs> you know what, though? It, it wouldn't surprise me if that ended up being like, you know what? We are going to do a Thursday night game just to keep up with the tradition of bad lineups, right? <laughs> I'm taking the Bears that week. Uh, the Browns are going to finish 0-16, and then Andy's going to owe me $20. Andy, take the Browns. Why do I owe you $20? We, we, made, we made a bet okay. last week on uh, my 20 or my 30 against your 20. I took that the Browns would finish without a win. And you said that the Browns would get a win. They got Josh well, let's Gordon double back. down and let's go Browns. They got Josh Gordon back. Yeah, okay, I'll take the Mitch Bears. Mitch Trubisky can't throw a ball straight in the air. My so. favorite tweet of last week was... <laughs> He's got this thing where um, he plays badly when he should be playing well. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you taking there, Take the Tim? Bears. <laughs> Duh, okay. Bears. Kudos on the... Uh, uh, spreadsheet? Spreadsheet. That's the word I was looking for. I thought it was back up, but then I found out you can get Excel and Office and all that shit for six ninety nine a month. That's not a bad deal. I sprung for it. So um, next week you're going to have an Excel spreadsheet. Don't you have Google? Like Gmail? That's you iCloud. A, do you have a Gmail account? Do you have a Gmail account? Google Docs. I know what you're saying. Apple has their own version. That's what that is. Why don't you just use the Google ones? Because I want Excel for work. So I can, okay. So I can bring my laptop. The, lap, the Falcons com- at the Saints. The computer they gave me at work is from 2002. Okay. Falcons at the Saints. Um, Man, there's a real game. Yeah. That, that might not be a bad one. I am going to take the Saints. Me too. I'll take the Falcons. Uh, the Lions travel to Cincinnati to take on the Bengals. I'll take the Lions. Lions. <laughs> I'll take the Bengals. What the hell? Uh, the Bucks travel to Carolina to take on the Panthers. Panthers. Did you yeah. guys see Panthers. the Clay Matthews, Cam Newton thing? I took it was the uh, as well. amazing. Yeah, that was funny. I and our not our group text in the group text that I'm querying with our friends. I pointed that out. Did you? I had seen that. That was pretty good. Um, should we tell our listeners about it? Essentially, or? yeah. Let's quick do that. Uh, Clay Matthews starts screaming out, "You be Cam Newton, I'll be Clay Matthews." Kay. All right. They line up at scrimmage. Panthers are in the red zone. 
Uh, Panthers have the ball. Obviously, Cam Newton's on the field. Clay Matthews starts screaming out, It's a wheel route! It's a wheel route! It's a wheel route! And then they, they all start moving. Cam goes, Ha ha ha, you been watching film? Watch this. <laughs> and then throws a touchdown pass. Yes, on a slant route. Points at him. I feel like my po- acting was way better, uh, and I was very disappointed in your Cam Newton. I'm not left a lot to be desired. I feel that Andy's ha 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 was very. Uh, <laughs> 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 what a story, Mark. <laughs> I felt it was very. Basically, what Cam did to it was very like, Tommy Wiseau <laughs> like. What a story there. No girl. She had a dozen guys. One of them found out about it, beat her up so bad she ended up in a hospital on Guerrero Street. <laughs> What a story, Mark. I think the great part of that story is the fact that he had to point out that the hospital was on a Guerrero Street. Street. Not just like beat her up so bad she ended up in the hospital. <laughs> Not just any hospital, a hospital on Guerrero Street. He's so bad at acting that Tommy Wiseau, but let's not let away from the fact that Mark was, I knew, I knew a girl, she got beat up so bad, put her in a hospital on Guerrero Street. They had a lot of interviews with Mark on the extras on the Blu-ray, and he... Kind of seemed like a fairly normal guy. I mean, doesn't mean he's a great actor, Greg. but Greg. No, Mark. Mark. Well, Mark. Who, his real name is Greg. Real oh. name is Greg, yeah. Um, he seems like he should be on reality TV. Yeah, I could see that. Or a host of something. But, okay. Um, He's actually the one that wrote the book. Yep. And that makes sense. I didn't realize Disaster Artist was based on the book. And it makes sense because... I got it on Audible. I'm going to listen to it. It's 11 hours. Uh, the movie kind of paints... Greg in a pretty good light makes him seem like the cool, like the good guy, or the more normal, way more normal. Yeah, that seems fair. I mean, if I definitely wrote a book about the Pilsner podcast behind the scenes, I'd definitely make myself seem like the the normal one out of the group. And it would appear that way. <laughs> I mean, based off of <laughs> right. Uh, I live here. I'm not driving, so every single night <laughs> that we do this show. That is true. It's uh, worse than all of us. Dolphins at the Chiefs. Chiefs. I just, I hate picking the Chiefs games because the Chiefs play like shit, and I'm like, oh, the Chiefs are falling apart, so I picked their opponent. Or Didn't the Dolphins just beat the Patriots? They did, I, but. Two weeks ago. I'm going to take the Chiefs. Well, that's recent. I'll take the Chiefs as well. Andy, you said you took the Chiefs as well? Yes. I only picked the Chiefs because I just uh, zeroes it out. I have no idea. Uh, Broncos at the Redskins. I'll take Washington. If you don't I'll want take the Foreskins. If you don't excuse me, if you don't want me to say that word, you need to not write it here because I just read. I'm like Ron Burgundy. You put no. a question mark after, and I'd I just be like, said I'll take the, the Bron- foreskins. Uh, the Broncos after worse. the Redskins? I'll take yeah, the Redskins. I'll take the Washington football team. I'll take the Washington Redskins. Uh, Chargers at Jets. Chargers at the Jets. I know. Every time you say the Jets. I'm going to take the Chargers. I... Will take the Jets. How about you, Andrew? Where did he catch you? I'm gonna go with the Chargers as well. Are you looking at spreads on your phone? No, I'm just looking. I'm not looking at spreads. I don't like the idea of people being on their phone during oh. picks. Did you take the Jets? Is that what you said? Uh, certainly not. <laughs> you said Chargers. <laughs> <laughs> I was just seeing if I could catch him changing it. Uh, Jaguars at the 49ers. 
Um, I'll take 49ers. Chicken claw, baby. Chicken claw all the way. This is going to be the game where chicken claw doesn't succeed. The Jaguars defense yeah. is too good. Uh, Seahawks at Cowboys. Cheap, 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 cheap. Zeke is back. That is chicken claw. <laughs> you love that, don't you? I Tim even loves my cheap cheap. I wouldn't have even had that had it been Corey not saying, hey, fucker, uh, 111. Got it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> True story. From, from this morning. I texted him, and I'm like, 111 on the podcast, and that was you going, cheap, cheap, cheap. Because so you re-listened to the podcast. I re-listened to it this week. Yeah, today. No, you re-listen to it every week. Uh, I haven't actually been. No? Okay, that's good. Um, Seahawks at Cowboys. Zeke is back. You know what? Because I'm Cowboys. In a, I am in a championship game. In I want to say league. Seahawks. I'm going against Zeke. I'm, not. I'm going against Zeke, so I'm going to say Seahawks. We know we never got into. Oh, I quit the Sanborn League. By the way, what? I'm out. I'm in three leagues right now. I can't handle it. It's so backwards. I'm in first place in one. I'm in last place in another. So you're not going to do it next year. I can't manage it. I just throw money away in yours. Well, you're, it's twenty dollars. And your okay. Can we talk about the fact? Let's get that, through the picks and bring no, up my fantasy. No, I want to talk about it now before I forget. So, like two weeks ago, uh, the team that you were playing against scored fifty-seven points. <laughs> this is my girlfriend's beat team. You to make the playoffs. And all you had to do was win that game. She scored 57 points, and you lost. If you would have won that game, i make the playoffs. Right. So what I'm trying to tell you right now is I'm in three leagues. I cannot. I suck at managing three teams. If I get it down to two, I think I'll be okay. Well, and if I suck at the other one, I'll just keep it to this one because I'm kicking ass in the rookie league. and that, You know what? <laughs> You're the, I'm kicking ass in the one where no one else has ever played fantasy football before. Nah, some of them have. I um actually uh I want to get this out there. I just recently is that the I beat league? my wife. Is that the league you're in the title game? The yeah. rookie league? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, wow. Okay. He's like, I need to quit the team, the league with the the good managers. I'm doing just poorly play. in another one too. I'm doing very poorly in another one too. I'm not even allowed to play anymore. That's how bad it is. Like you know, playoffs are happening, and I'm. Didn't make it into anything. They don't have consolation games. It's yeah, a, we'll talk anyway. Uh, Giants at the Cardinals. H- hang on, hang on. Monday Night Football comes down to she has. I'm ahead by 14 points, and she has. I think Mike Evans and Austin Hooper. I beat her by less than a point, and I get into the championship game. That was kind of what happened in that two weeks ago in our league too, when when you knocked me out of the playoffs by losing. <laughs> I like how you're sitting here telling me like. Tim, you suck at fantasy football, and you affect my life because of it. Well, you... No, I'm just saying, it was such a fun night because we turned on Monday Night Football with four minutes left in the game, and she every time he'd throw the ball, Evans, Evans, I'm like, yeah, he's on the field, but he's not getting play. (laughs) I'm only ahead by one point at this point. (laughs) I just, my heart's beating. I'm like, holy shit, I could actually win this game, and I do. And I'm like, I cannot wait to say on the podcast, I beat my wife. At fantasy football. <laughs> How about in our keeper league, Andy, when, uh, was it Josh that had, like, oh. a great team all year, and then, like, 30 minutes before the game on Monday night, they announced that Martin was, that out. Martin was out due to team discipline, and that he needed two points Monday to night. make the championship. Oh. Monday night sucked. And he had been, like, the top team. He had the number one seed in the, out of a 14, 16-team league, you know, so... 
he was a shoe in to make the championship game and needed two points. He basically needed 21 yards for out of Doug Martin and Monday night late scratch due to team discipline. Team discipline. And he had no one to swap in, you know. Yeah, because it's Monday night. I right, hate Monday. Right. Yeah, I and, hate and that. On, in our and that league, you can't just go in and do a waiver pick, a uh, wire pickup that right. happens instantly. Uh, you put in the waiver claims only happen on specific days. So if you have an injury on Sunday, you need morning, a free agent. Yeah, you're fucked. You can't pick it. You, you just got no one to play. Josh is very disappointed. Okay, uh, go ahead. I uh, was very worried about. So last year for my three big keeper fantasy leagues. I swept them. I called it the Jacoby Slam. I did it. <laughs> you love your name. It just goes so well with everything. <laughs> Jacoby Bump. Jacoby Slam. <laughs> Jacoby Finn. I have three serious keeper leagues, football, basketball, and baseball. Yes. I fucking won them all consecutively. Yes. Um, and with a lot of the same people in each one. Right. I mean, that'd be... There's many... It, old- it's not quite the same accomplishment if, like, it was none of the same people. No, I'm consistently beating the same yeah. people over and over again. That's satisfying. It's I'm, really, really good. I know, I know. I mean, I'm in, I'm in two of them leagues. Yep. Uh, so, Whitling um, was kind of in position to at least be in contention to win the football league. Um, if Doug Martin and he won the baseball league this year, if I remember correctly, right? no, I won the baseball. Oh, league. you did. That, okay. The baseball league completed my Jacoby Slam this year. Okay, okay. Um, but Willing, so Willing had a way to go, but he was in contention to definitely be vying for the title. Like he should have made the title game if not for this. Yeah, right. Doug Martin rule. Uh, he's currently in first place in the basketball league, and as a pretty good team, definitely could win it. And then he has good keepers for baseball. Yeah. Like, he was definitely almost two-thirds of the way there. So he was worried that he was going to do the Jacoby slam. I was worried. That's what I'm saying. You were worried that he was going to do the Jacoby slam. Yes, I was. I was very worried. And now that he's... I'm very happy. You're very happy. I'm very happy that Whitling cannot get the Whitling slam. Sorry, Whitling. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so... On my end, um, this rookie league that I'm in is mostly family, but it's eight people right now. And next year, we are going to expand it to 10, but we have an 11th person, but we don't have a 12th. What I'm thinking is we get a ghost between one of you two and just see how that would be fun, right? Right? I'm getting, like, lots of people looking down. Potentially. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah. Like, you want me to manage a team? Yeah. In the rookie league? It's a $20 buy-in, yeah. I'm in. Okay. 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 Fair enough. I will play all the leagues. All the leagues. Uh, You're like Will Ferrell. I will play all the leagues. <laughs> Let's finish up these picks. Let's talk about the Giants and the Cardinals. Uh, Cardinals are the home team. Giants, Giants are awful. just won. I'm going to take the Cardinals. The Giants didn't win no, anything. No, they just barely, just barely lost to the Eagles. Apparently, that would have been to the Beagles. a huge game. I know. I'll take whoever plays against the Giants. Both these teams are so bad. Giants. Whoa, on the road, huh? Uh, Steelers at Texans. Steelers. Yep. Steelers. Uh, Raiders at the Eagles. Eagles. Raiders. Eagles. Amari Cooper's going to drop every ball thrown to him, and they're going to use him a bunch. I'm taking the Raiders as well. Interesting. That's their only path to a one seed. 
Derek Carr's going to hurt his back again. Uh, let's talk about the Vikings taking on the Aaron Rodgers once again Packers. Yeah, I'll take the Packers, even though it's going to be or er, the Vikings. Sorry, 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 sorry. The Vikings. Wow. I'll take the Vikings, even though it's at Green Bay and it's going to be like two degrees out. It's going to be so cold. It's rough. You can buy lower bowl tickets to that game right now for less than $100 on StubHub. Why the hell aren't we going? I think main reason is because the Packers are out of playoff contention and the fact that it's going to be cold, so Packer fans are selling their tickets. Yeah, I'm going to pick the Vikings. I've got family Christmas that day, otherwise I would legitimately consider. It's a bummer that game's not on Christmas Eve. I was kind of looking forward to a Christmas Eve game. I was game. thinking it was, but yeah, it's on Christmas. They moved it. Yeah. I swear to God, we had a Christmas Eve game at the beginning of the year. So... Um, I don't know about that, Tim. I guess I couldn't tell you. I'm looking here. We've got one, two, three, four, five. Can I change my Giants pick? Six. I don't care. Cardinals. Dang it. It's going to cost me. That's just a fucking joke. We got seven games that we picked different then. That ain't too bad. That's a, that's a lot different. It's a lot better than we have been. So, um, I guess we're all picking the Vikings for this week. Do you think it's going to be a blowout game? Where do you think the Vikings are going to end up? Are they going to end up with the number one seed and the number two seed? It's going to be hard to get, number, like, to get the number one. We they need... got they got to win out and the Eagles got to lose out. It's the only way the Vikings can end up with the number one seed. Is Nick Foles as Basically, good as to get the home week? to number two seed, they have to win one game, the Vikings. Yeah, so that's not going to happen. The, I'm sorry. We're getting the first seed. It's not going to happen. Because you don't think that the Vikings can win out, or you don't think the Eagles will lose out? I just don't think both of those scenarios can happen. Okay, fair enough. I think either of those scenarios can happen. But the likelihood of both of them happening is... Slim. Yeah. I don't know who the I don't know who the Eagles... I mean, obviously the Eagles are playing the Raiders this week. And they um, play the Cowboys next week. Yeah, so I mean, I... I I mean, I think it's more. I think it's more likely than you think, obviously, because I think between the Vikings playing the Packers and the Bears, I think they can obviously pretty easily win both them games. I'm curious to see how. The, I mean, the Eagles without without Carson Wentz performed not very good against the Raiders or against the Giants last week. So I'd be curious to see what they do against the Raiders, and then obviously playing the Cowboys, a division opponent. That's always going to be a tough game. Um, but that being said, I'm mo- I'm I'm not going to be disappointed with the number two seed because I think that whoever goes into into Philadelphia and plays them in the second round of the playoffs is going to beat them, whether it's the Panthers, whether it's the uh, Falcons, or whether it's the It's going to be one of those Saints. good quarterbacks that I'm worried it's about. It's going to be one of them quarterbacks, and they're going to go in there and they're going to beat the Falcons at home. I agree. Or the Eagles at home. And the Vikings are going to win, so that means the Vikings will be at home in the NFC Championship game. They'll win that game, and then we will go to the Super Bowl and all bets are off. You're welcome. That's been Corey Talk. We're going to lose the Rams. We're going to lose the Rams in the semifinals. That's a I don't know. I feel like Alshon Jeffrey just has like a career day and just Nick Foles just feed it to him. This week? Yeah. Fair enough. That's that's been football talk from Tim. You guys got anything else this week, or are we wrapping this? this? Yeah, let's wrap it up. Okay. Um, well, talk a little bit. i got to open up a different screen. Okay. Uh, go ahead and, and find us on social media. We've got uh, 
Pilsner Podcast on Twitter. We are on Instagram. Uh, I am at Corey Jensen on Twitter. Andy is at Andrew Jacoby. Tim is at T. Hillesheim. Hillesheim. DJ Bad Boy Tim. What did I say? Hillesheim. Well, there's an H in there. Why wouldn't you pronounce it? Because you don't. Okay, Tim Hillesheim. Like, he calls me Andy. He's like, Andy, find Andy at Andrew Jacoby. Yeah, it's like, Tim. why wouldn't you just call me Andrew? Well, because you're at Andrew Jacoby. And don't forget to reach out to our sponsor, Sam Adams. Adams. <laughs>